Welcome to another edition of Mass Mass and Ma'am. I am your host, the Outlaw LA Reg. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Harvey75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMM Show75. And I am joined, as always, by the Vanna White of Wrestling Podcast, Byron Fever. What's going on, Byron? Catch it at Byron Fever on uh, Instagram. Why do you say catch it like it's a disease? And I mean, Twitter and on Venmo. Hit me up and give me stuff. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a while. I'm surprised Justin remembered how to turn his computer on. Oh, me. It was me. You who showed up 20 minutes late for this thing. Anyway, 10 o'clock. I'm here from across the pond. Our favorite guest co-host, Meatloaf. What's going on, Meatloaf? Hello. That's at Meatloaf because I'm really original. Um, Yeah, just dying painfully. Do you want a different gimmick other than Meatloaf? Do we need to like get? I mean, we got somebody here that could probably give you a good gimmick. King Ralph. My, My gimmick, like I've literally been spending the entire year starting a fight with Tejano so you know you shouldn't do that for no apparent reason well anyway we are joined by you guys don't really want to hear us talk anyway I know why you came here he is the man of the hour he is the co-executive producer unless he got a bump this season I don't know did you get a bump co-executive producer head writer of Lucha Underground and worker of many other fabulous programs uh Krista Joseph DJ what's up man yeah no kind of bumps but I would like to buy a vowel (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come on banana turtles look at how he dressed for this thing hey it's, it's looking good man full full new yorker now right Is it, oh. are you still in new york i'm in uh the west palm beach working oh west palm beach nice but, uh, i call is it really tank top weather in west palm beach right now have, let's let's I have, I have stitches oh shit airing out right now so we have wrestling on in the background that's cool and and you know, it's always tagged up weather in Palm Beach. Come on. It is. What wrestling are you watching in the back? Is it Impact? Superstars. Oh, it's it's Bailey versus uh, like the third MMA. Oh God, please! Wrestling. No. Uh. <laughs> it seems to be a hot gimmick this week. She does this a lot. <laughs> Oh man. Um, so today's episode is brought to you by, um, wait, where's the, I always lose the drops. Oh, a bunch of drops that never got written. Let's see. My boys at Nudo here in, uh, out in St. Louis. I'm in Chicago right now, by the way, there's all sorts of crazy C2 E2 stuff going on downstairs. There's like a black Panther running around. Like it was just, it's just craziness in Chicago right now. How cool is that? It's, it's fun. I'm glad to be here. I'm not even here for it though. I'm here for my other show food paradise that i work on but i'm glad to be in town and hopefully i'll get over there on my day off um let's see so oh brought to you by nudo that's these guys the three one foe over in uh st louis uh, best noodles you can get in the midwest my boy uh boom and bear audio and uh mass republic uh, whose expo lucho is actually less than a year away now and <laughs> they're shilling the shit out of it uh august 31st 2018 in vegas Get there. If you like Lucha Libre, I think all of us are going to try to make uh, our our hajj to Vegas for this thing and see if we can't set the world on fire with some Lucha Libre fun that weekend. That's it. That's all the drops I have. All right. It's the same DJ, I got to. What's wrong with that? That's a good thing. We'll all watch Triple Mania in a hotel room because, you know, the Internet's going to be sketchy. The feed's going to drop out and it'll be fine. <laughs> Is there something um, 
What's that, Byron? Is Meef trying to get WrestleMania tickets? I don't think this is the guest to ask, Meef. Fuck. Well, actually, I am. So, oh, if you want them, but (laughs) no, sorry, too late. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think it's the last year. Apparently, I'm not the guest to ask. (laughs) He's getting me the tickets. I'm not even gonna fucking use them, Byron. They're never gonna have WrestleMania in England anyway. So, I mean, come on. Meef, you got to come out to Lucha Underground. You need to to yeah. get a plane ticket out, brother. We'll talk about well, that. That was the plan. Well, that still needs to be the plan. We're going to fix this situation. <laughs> um, okay, so DJ, I got to ask you a very important question. This is going to be the toughest one of the night. Um, last time Eric Van Wagnen was on this show, he had some things to say. Um, I, it got a little heated between me and him about this. Um, he thinks Big Brother is a piece of shit, you know. And uh oh, we're having technical difficulties. Oh, this is a <laughs> this is the very interesting tactic. He's dodging this question <laughs> because he doesn't want to discuss why EB Dub is is hating on it. Can you hear us now, DJ? Yeah, yeah, you got us. So I'm a I'm a big fan of of uh, Big Brother. A friend of mine works in a competition department. I think they're top notch. I think their yoga department is a little weird. <laughs> no, so uh, what I was saying before, they're very that, angry when they're late to yoga. They get very angry. <laughs> Last time Evie Dub was Evie Dub was on this show, he had some pretty strong disses for Big Brother. What's uh, up with that? Is there heat between you and Evie Dub? No, not, I don't think there's heat between me and Evie Dub. Evie Dub just hates Big Brother. But, hey, what can you say? We're a celebrity Big Brother. Big Brother season 20 is coming. I mean, come on. You can't hate. Dude, celebrity Big Brother. Oh, yeah. I don't even I don't even understand this concept. Um, like, it, it's short, right? It's shorter than the regular Big Brother season? How are they yeah, doing yeah, this thing? Yeah. yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like the, the most uh, packed action of intense Big Brother game uh, ever played. As fast. How many days a week are they showing it? Oh, uh, a lot. I don't know if I can say, but a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really talking, excited about I probably it. Probably shouldn't even be talking about it at all. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. yeah. I'm only cool. talking about it in the, in the regards of the fact that I am excited for it because I, I think it's. Uh, I, I'm surprised it went this long without doing something like this yeah, with maybe. all the. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of, of celebrities that would have signed up even before now. I mean, yeah, it's it's got to be the, tough. Decide getting uh, recorded 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's kind of scary, but hey, they're doing it. It's cool. I would do it. I have to say, like many many years ago, I would say that I, I would have never done something like that. But uh, something about the Big Brother concept, I would never do Survivor or anything like that. But yeah. Being locked in a house and just fucking with people psychologically and having them fuck with you—that just sounds like fun. I think it's a psychological thing too, like being trapped. It's like pretty much going to like jail camp. Yeah. You know? It's like <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go to prison. Answer <laughs> paper. You can't write anything down. Like you're specifically like the only thing you're allowed to do is talk to other people. Yeah, I like to think that's like what federal prison would be like. You know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like a form of torture. Yeah. But they do this yeah. weird thing. I don't know if you guys get it, uh, called I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. So yeah, we once had that. that. It didn't last long. Yeah, I think it's the jungle neat like fucking testicles and shit. Oh. The slop's bad enough. Amusing, he, 
Now they yeah, we, like kangaroo dicks and shit. But we play games in Big Brother. We have competition in our Big Brother, not like yours. But yeah, yours is just like people going to the bathroom and and washing their armpits and stuff, right? No, and getting drunk. (laughs) So it's more like uh, real world or Jersey Shore. It's more like real life in England, I think. You know, it's like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see one in Argentina where they sent Diego Maradona into the house? Um, Okay, so. Public. Oh, God. DJ, I do have to ask you about the the one question that I I figure everyone oh, is probably asking. Well, this one is this one is the cat's out of the bag on this one. Um, okay. Apparently, Rey Mysterio is a great lock pick because he has somehow escaped he got the out. lower dungeons of the temple. How the fuck did he get out of there? I don't know, man. Maybe uh, in the universe, I don't necessarily know if he's out of it or not. But you know, maybe we'll get there. I can't really confirm or deny it. But it was cool to see him on on, uh, on the Royal Rumble. That's for sure. I was pretty actually kind of hyped for it. Ray looked great, man. He yeah, really uh, did. I wonder if Aerostar yeah. got WCW or ECW Ray through a time portal. <laughs> <laughs> that's very possible. <laughs> that, that's that's a that's a great storyline, by the way. Thank you. It's great. I'm well, that's what it looked like. I mean, he didn't have the baggy pants. I could. I, I didn't look like he was wearing the knee braces either. I mean, he and he was spry. Yeah, yeah. man, he, and he was jacked, dude. I was like, man, Ray Ray, looking good. Yeah, that was a uh, I was really excited to see that too. And as, yeah, as much a- as I know all. Go ahead, DJ. I was gonna say that. Yeah, that was probably like my favorite part. And I, I like the, uh, I like when there was like the three uh, staples versus the three new guys. That was cool. I like that. That was a good moment. Yeah, and I, I was actually, I hate to say it, I was actually really entertained by Royal Rumble this year. I, I don't know about the Ronda thing at the end. Um, thought I thought I, that was fine with the ending in general, but I thought they should have had her walk out before the buzzer. I thought that, that was a little bit of a cop out to have her come in completely after the whole thing it's just a kind of a tag on but yeah it was kind of confusing but other than that i thought the all the little cameos and uh, the cameos in the girls match were awesome everything i loved it i popped real hard too when i heard stand back there's a hurricane i was yeah. i was happy for for shane that was Dude, great. He, uh roach sent me a picture of hey he's on the on painted on the side of a truck so that must mean like he's got a job there or something because you know, they don't just paint you on the side of a big truck. Like, well, they uh, have they have a few trucks with uh, gaps in them now. <laughs> they painted over Enzo. Is what you're trying to say? And now, her, hurricane took Enzo's spot. They had a giant Enzo that needed some coverage with a big Idiot. green. There's a sale on green, and they had to paint Enzo out. So they said, "Who can we bring back?" <laughs> God, I didn't even think of that. But that, yeah, okay, okay. Thank you. They Thanks just for the up Borash and um, Shane Holmes has been doing some H18 uh, too, right? Like he's sort of multifaceted as far as what he does. I mean, it makes sense to bring him into NXT. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I have to ask a question though. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because you've said this, Justin. Go. Was did DJ get a private jet to try and stop Kelly Kelly from getting undressed? You were breaking up all over the place. Is this a Ke- Kelly Kelly? Oh. oh, is this the Kelly Kelly question? Kelly Kelly, the Kelly Kelly. What's, what's the Kelly question? Were you the one that wrote them stopping Kelly Kelly from doing the strip dance thing? Oh no. Oh, come on. You know you wrote that. Somebody who was the evil bastard that that stopped that gimmick? 
It wasn't me, that's for sure. I, I, I was responsible. Anything I was ever responsible for if, on ECW, it was bringing Matt Seidel on ECW and making Taryn Terrell, uh, putting Taryn Terrell on ECW. Those are my two biggest accomplishments when I, when I ever had the reins of that show. That's pretty solid. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, personally, like Vince was like, so why do you want to put Taryn on? I was like, well... <laughs> well, <laughs> he's like she's only been in developmental for like a month. Well, she's plenty <laughs> developed, bitch. She's I'm plenty I'm developed. Like she has a huge future, I think. And look, dude, she does. She has a huge future. I picked one. I picked a there good you one. Go. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, dude, she became a great wrestler. Everything. So, uh, yeah, pretty happy for that. And Matt Seidel. I mean, God, who's what are you gonna do about that guy? Uh, he's the man. Yeah, for, for sure, he is. Now, you know, speak, before we leave the Ray Ray thing, um, I had asked Evie Dub when he was on the show last time when we had just heard rumblings that he might be trying to negotiate somewhere else that, you know, why you guys came up with putting him in the cell when you had kind of a cliffhanger here. And we know like it wasn't a year and a half before any of this went down. So obviously, I know you guys thought you were coming back sooner, but any regrets about doing that now and, and not leaving a little more ambiguous and or to give yourself room to write him write him out of the storyline no not at all i think that was the best decision we made at the time for sure i would never never change it was there any opportunity to go back and do any any edits or anything probably Uh, not right i mean that stuff was already in the can for a long time well no no i mean there was there was two finishes to that match you know so it's like so i think it all worked out the, the way we kind of had planned and and yeah, we left it that way. It's always somewhere to go with it. I, I don't know, if you were if you were there, you saw there was a there was a portion of it that was of that match that was lifted out and it was done completely on purpose. So, yeah, I was actually I think I was the only one of us that was there that was weekend. There. Were you at? Wait. Were you there? No, I don't think you were there for the last the last one. Uh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But was, but but as far as I know, put a corpse there. You know. But so now we're talking, there's definitely no chance of, of getting Ray back now. Right. I mean, that's, uh, I, I don't, I, I can't say or not, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's just talk about your general level of excitement. I know you, you're, you're probably done writing a lot of your stuff until you get into the temple. Are you still writing? What, what's going on with, with your, with your actual regular day-to-day job for Lucha Underground, uh, we're still still writing. Um, we're getting there. We're at the end. We have it pretty much mapped out, but there are pieces of the puzzle that we're trying to fill in. That we're trying to make sure go are good to go, and it's all the last-minute pieces that are falling into place. And hopefully, they do, because otherwise, then I'll have to change the things again. But then again, when it comes to Lucha Underground, sometimes when that shit happens, the best shit happens. So. Uh, you know, if we have to rewrite, we have to rewrite, but, uh, I think it's going to be exciting. It's, uh, it's definitely crazy. And I'm like, I know I've been talking to Roach and we're just both super hyped to get back. I think everybody's super hyped to get back. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the people I talked to who are t- today that were like super hyped Chavo. Like, yeah, people are, are, are stoked. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be crazy. I think. I hope. Well, I mean, and, and see, I, I feel like you probably have a lot of, endings to your stories in mind of where you want things to go right i mean that's it seems like you and roach have the most fun figuring out where it's going to end and then putting those pieces together to make it happen 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's really the best way, I think, to tell stories is kind of kind of figure out the end. But sometimes along the way, we just start talking and like, you know, texting and going crazy. And it's like, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And the next thing you know, you have something crazy that you can't even believe that you're putting on television or allowed to put on television. But hey, we're going to do it. We're going to, you know, with Lucha Underground, it's like, you got to go all in. You got to go all in every time. You got to put all the chips in and, and hope it works. Uh-oh, audio. You still there? You good? I know Jim. Jim's trying to get in, too. <coughs> you there now? You got us? Yeah. Um, so we haven't really had a chance to talk to you since uh, season four officially got the green light. How are you yeah. feeling about it? I mean, how you feel about still being at El Rey as, as the home of Lucha Underground? Um, and I know you guys got a little bit uh, less of an order this time, um, but does that make it easier or harder to, to write for? Uh, I mean, so what's your... Okay. Uh, I think it's God, it's been really that long since I've been on here. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was, um, it was, it, it's hard, I think, to have less. Uh, with 40, you can, or 37 or 39, I can't even remember how many we had the first season. It's, it's a lot more difficult because there's so many stories you want to tell. And here we kind of have to put on some blinders and kind of narrow the storyline and, 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 and focus it um, a little tighter. But uh, you know, I, I think it's good. I, I, I think it's good for a short, for a short season. I think it's pretty awesome. Um, I like it better than season two, at least on paper right now. But how, how do you expect the tapings to run uh, as, as you progressed every season, the tapings have got more jam packed and more <laughs> random. Yeah, also. Yeah. And I noticed um, in one of them, you were you were shooting them out of order, so <laughs> so you'd have someone who was scheduled like just to work with you guys for a month. Um, and uh, how do you expect that to work with how your shooting schedule is supposed to be like now? I and think it'll be. How scared are you of uh, injuries too? I mean, that has to be. That's like a seventeen part question, Byron. I know, but uh, I, I only get to talk like once. <laughs> I, I am terrified of injuries. Terrified, but. It's happened before and we've adjusted. Not in this short amount of time, <laughs> but it seems like every season we have a shorter amount of time to execute uh, our vision. But Look, I, I think we're I, I think we're gonna be okay. I think there'll be per tape day at least, there'll be less content per tape day than than last season. Because last season per tape day we we're doing like almost two and a half shows. So It'll be it'll be a little less than that, which will be good, I think. <laughs> um, but, I think the uh, trick, DJ, is yeah. just put just have uh, Pentagon drop the belt to Ivelisse at the very first taping and get it out of the way so that you <laughs> you can have that moment and then film the rest of her storyline after that, so she can be the champion this season. I mean, they already they already uh, figured it out. She's she already has a broken ankle. So she starts the seat. No, I, we, I feel so bad for Evie. I'm really hoping, and I have no idea what your plans are for her, or if she's even coming back or what, but I really hope that she gets a good run this season. Cause yeah. when she came in for Ultima Lucha last year and like her, her pop wasn't what I think it should have been, you know, I was just like, Oh fuck, Evie's so good guys. Like I, I really want to see her get that moment that she was so close to, to really having that big run. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think uh, if she comes back, she's gonna have uh, she's gonna have good good fun this this season. So look at that smile. <laughs> I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. So 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't again, I don't know what she's got planned or in store for her, but it, she seems like she's in a better headspace than previously. So I, I hope I hope the best things for her in general, whatever they may be. <laughs> yes, me too. Hey, look, look who showed up. What's going on, Jim? Not much. Uh, getting home late from work, but uh, I hate to disappoint you all, too. But that hurricane on the side of the truck was a Photoshop job. Oh, uh, so. Yeah, it was the one where they stripped Enzo and someone just photoshopped Hurricane over it. So it Enzo's actually, still on the truck? No, they actually stripped it. It's just a white strip. <laughs> or like it's basically the truck without any of the paint uh, or the overlay black, off. It should just be a black silhouette with mystery wrestler. You know, like who, who are you going to face? You like don't Rockabilly. Know. Yeah. yeah, that the original picture was actually taken by this guy Matt I know uh, from New Jersey who was who went to the Royal Rumble and noticed it. So I just thought that was hilarious. And then someone <laughs> just took that picture and photoshopped Hurricane. Beautiful Photoshop job, by the way, but definitely not real. They should put Roman on it. He needs some help. Yeah, he needs a push, doesn't he? They should just put a Roman and a Roman and a Roman and another Roman. Just oh, like that, like that WrestleMania poster with with his face <laughs> photoshopped on everyone. That's what we all need. <laughs> truck like so the actual cab of the truck of roman's face i would just imagine roman's trunk truck would actually just be a giant fist going across the highway oh. awesome <laughs> ending the undertaker uh, that sounds badass <laughs> it's terrible this is totally de degenerated here oh. quickly no one's upset about that hey where's casey who who? Yeah, Casey. Where oh, is come he? on. You know where he is. He's somewhere ducking you right now. Yeah, yeah. I know every time, man. He's watching oh, the man. stream uh, like in an alleyway on his phone crying right now. I will say this, though, that his new podcast that he's been uh, moonlighting on us with, Read More Horror Comics, um, is actually pretty good. And I don't know shit about horror comics. I know like they, they mentioned the sci-fi stuff and I'm, I'm with them, but they talk about horror comics sometimes and I have no clue, but it still manages to be fairly entertaining. So props to Casey for cheating on us. You son of a bitch and hey. starting a new podcast with a whole bunch of other dudes that are funnier than us. <laughs> Fuck you. But yes, he's ducking you. It's okay. 110% he's duck. <laughs> he says he's not, he's made up some excuse about measles or college or something but too many classes he's like, and yeah yeah he ducked me at pa he ducked me at PowerCon too yeah he you, you guys were both there at the same time and he saw you coming around the corner he, he was he grabbed his merman character uh, figure and he was like i'm out i think that's probably had to happen <laughs> what'd you think of the toys that made us you have you watched that oh, yet dude i finally watched it because a bunch of people tweeted me and were like you have to watch this you have to watch this i loved it man that was awesome yeah, awesome. I mean, I, I I was mad that it was as short as it was, but everything that was in there was was quality. I even watched the Barbie one. I had, like, that's the only one I haven't watched yet. That's the only one I haven't watched yet. I so. skipped over it at Casey's uh, recommendation. He said skip that one, and then I went back to it. You know, yeah, um, I went I went He Man, Star Wars, uh, GI Joe, and I haven't watched Barbie yet. So yeah, yeah I went of my preference. GI Joe was my thing when I was young because I'm old. So that was that was where I went first, and then I think I did the rest. Uh, I went G, yeah, I went GI Joe, then Star Wars, then He Man. And Casey was mad that it took me so long to get to He Man. But yeah, if you guys haven't watched it, it's all about uh, the history of of some of the world's most popular toys. And I believe it's supposed to be an eight part series, and there's only four up now. So hopefully, I'm hoping they get yeah. to Transformers. Oh I think hell it was yeah! Like a part. I think it was like the first half of season one, and then the second half of season one later. Does anybody know what else they're going to drop? You know, Jim? 
No, I actually I I heard Transformers was rumored, but hopefully um, Battle Beasts. <laughs> what other toys were were big enough to really? Voltron? I mean, Voltron maybe Voltron. Legos or something. Yeah. Legos would be pretty huge money wise. Muscle Men. <laughs> Stretch Armstrong, Pet Rock. Yeah, my my luck it'll be GoBots instead of Transformers, and I'll just be pissed. I've got a He-Man. I've got a He-Man here. I'm Battle Cat. Super solid. Yep. Um, DJ, I was going to ask how excited you are to be back in the temple, but are we even going back to the temple? Uh, we are going to the temple. And it's going to be <laughs> awesome. Is it still located in the same city? It might not even be located in the same time. So I don't know. You know, so, you know, we'll, we'll what? We'll see. It's a prequel. <laughs> so. So, uh, a those would be who have to cab it to the airport to LAX on Sunday night shows. Are we going to be leaving early or, or, or being able to watch the whole show? I met someone. I had a question in the chat. Room. God, God, cause I don't you know. Guys, because, I don't know because I don't know how long it took. You know, I, I, gosh, I don't know. How long did it take you to get to the airport before? Like, uh, no more than a half hour. I would imagine it's going to be about the same time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> these are good, these are good signs. Um, I don't. I I was so nervous at Ultima Lucha because I had to get to the airport. Like a couple of them, like I had to work in Florida on Monday, and so in the past I was so well, nervous, like watching the main event and like looking at my watch. Oh, so you're the reason I, why we couldn't go stay for the after party? It was your fault. No, he just wasn't invited. But <laughs> <laughs> that's but, also true, and I'm gonna no comment. I, I would prefer prepare for the exact same commute time. Uh, th- that that's makes great. me very happy. All right, guys, I'm done. The I'm exact same ready. commute time from the other side of the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, is is there any word on when tickets might drop or tickets going down the same way? I know a lot of people are asking me. I promised I would ask you, even if you can't tell us. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't tell you, but I know it's coming soon. Um, turn your notifications on, people. Yeah, turn your notifications on for yeah. Hey, if you're like me, they've never been off, so yeah. mine haven't either. I've been sticking in tight. Um, what and, do you and, think and, about? And I, and I would just follow everything you can. That's like El Rey Lucha. Follow, follow everything. Follow everything. Oh, very smart. I should turn on my my El Rey notifications also. <laughs> I think they were on at one point. But should we turn on Robert Rodriguez notifications? May, yeah, probably. Maybe I don't know. He'll retweet. I'm sure. He will. Um, he's he's down. I'm so excited that the whole thing is is coming back to and um, we still have skip around. Of course, we, we can't have you can't have Lucha Underground without skip. Well, that's what I figured, too. That's but then I heard less money and I figured, what are you guys was going to have to take a pay cut? So I'm guessing Stolman's <laughs> getting less this year, right? <laughs> Stolman's getting paid. I thought his payment was sitting next to Melissa the whole taping. Yeah, his payment is that he got to he gets to ring the bell. That's 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 <laughs> That's all he wants it to do. It is an honor. I mean, yeah, especially yes, especially ring the bell. You know, you get told to ring the bell, you know, by somebody, you know, of that level. It's like that's, yes. Well, is is Melissa gonna be back now that they've had their little cyborg? I mean, half machine, half human, baby. It probably depends <laughs> if it decides to kill its fa- its parents, you know, like you don't know. Right? You know, when you give birth to a baby machine, 
Machines well, it's not it's alive. Hopefully, it's got good programming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it has the best programming, and it's going to be like a beautiful child for sure. It's probably going to be with like killer, the world with- champion and a ring announcer at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it would probably be like a, a pro athlete and and model and actress. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, she seemed to stay in good shape the whole time. So I was like, damn, with this timing, maybe Melissa will actually make it down for a couple tapings. Who knows? To have good genetics, you know? Gosh, you know? Damn. (laughs) Good good for those people. (laughs) I know we have it so good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you were totally who we were referring to. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) the tank top, man. Palm Beach lifestyle. You are a bright white neon bulb in the darkness of life, Byron. Bulb in the kitchen ceiling staring right at me, and I'm not tall enough to move it. It, it yeah, it's right. it's purely reflective. I feel like if I had a camera right now, I could just white balance it using Byron's face. Um, DJ, the the chat room really, really has the most urgent of all questions that could possibly be asked tonight. Will we see, will we see more Vinny Massaro in season four? From Vinny Massaro. Um, and you will see, you will see, (laughs) (laughs) you will see Vinny Massaro in season four. That's for sure. Uh, you will see him. Uh, Vinny's going to be back. He will be. I hope, I hopefully he's dirtier. Hopefully he's, yeah. I, you know, I don't think he does laundry. I don't think so either. Which I think, <laughs> I think if that's what you're shooting for, you are fine. He has like a nice pizza stain, a little chicken barbecue sauce. Yeah, what, what type of food is he going to be eating this season? I don't know. Hope maybe maybe he'll get some. Uh, what is that? One eight fa or something like that. What is that? What? Hopefully he goes to St. Louis and gets some noodles. It's a it's a lacroix. No, this is the three. That says three one five. Oh, three one, not eight. Yes, three one five. I love that. Yeah, that's their uh, area code there in St. Louis. That's a yeah. check out Nudo, and they have a um a pho place, uh, Miley out there. It's fucking both super good. One's maybe, like a ramen maybe, spot. Maybe, like maybe he should start rating that instead of everybody's pizza pictures. You know? It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Sometimes, by the way, uh, this is totally off subject, and I've already ruined the show anyway. But. <laughs> Vinny gives hot for for an Italian guy. Okay, I, he gives very high ratings to bad looking pizzas. Sometimes I think, in, in my opinion, from a from a heavy set Italian man myself, yes, it's like God, that's horrible. Well, maybe hor- you should be the authority on I, what's I, good pizza. I probably should be the authority on that, but you know, Vinny's he's got the market, man. He's the Twitter man. People, man, he, man, some of the stuff he drops is so damn good. He is he is the third or fourth most recognized wrestler on Twitter these days. <laughs> He's really good, man. He's really good at it. Uh, if, if only he could win some matches. <laughs> I mean, that's the, and that's the question the chat room should have asked. Will Vinny Massaro win a match this year? Is he going to start winning matches by submission? Just so no. Smell him? <laughs> no. No, okay. I, 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 chances are Vinny will probably never win a match, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I'm sure there's a way for him to win a match, just not in Lucha Underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he's, you know, he, the VFW he's won somewhere before, right? I mean, he's got to have won Has something he? somewhere. Really? At least once, right? Maybe not. 
Yeah, I've seen him like on YouTube. You can look it up. No, didn't Balls Mahoney put him over like one time just for oh, shits and giggles? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. He took the elbow. Yeah, I think I think Balls Mahoney lost a bet and put Vinny over one time. <laughs> uh, Balls Mahoney, that's a good one too. By the way, I yeah. once I once went to a bar with Balls Mahoney, and he ordered. So I'm sitting at the bar with him. And he ordered, and like I was like, "Oh, I'll have a beer or whatever." And Ball says, "Oh, I'll have a picture of Long Island iced tea." And I was like, "No thanks, I, I, I don't want one." He's like, "Oh no, no, no! That picture of Long Island iced tea is for me." And the bartender served him a full picture of Long Island iced tea, and I think he might have had three or four of them. Oh, which is amazing, God. amazing, amazing. He is. Was he holding? Was he? Was he holding up after that? That's. I mean, oh, that's. Yeah. He was fine. I mean, he was messing with me a lot, and like. Like I think at one point he yeah he totally went off on me, but I I liked it. I was like, this is great, this is freaking awesome. But yeah, he just picture picture Long Island iced tea. He probably had three, may, three or four, maybe I can't remember. There's a lot of booze in those. Yeah, <laughs> the most. <laughs> Can yeah. you legally even serve a pitcher? I didn't even. Know I, I didn't think you possible. could either, but I guess at the at the Hyatt in Columbus, Ohio. You can uh, <laughs> you can order a picture of Long Island iced tea and they'll serve you. <laughs> I, guess they figured, I guess they figured if he didn't have to drive anywhere, if he was just staying there, he was okay. Yeah, yeah there's not much to drive to around there. He didn't even get a straw. He was just don't, just drank right out of it. Justice from it. Ohio, can you confirm? I am in fact from a portion of Ohio. <laughs> Which portion? Nothing wrong. The the Northeast Ohio Cleveland area, as uh, Byron likes to shit upon. The same thing. Uh, it is. Well, at, least, at least you have LeBron. Yeah. Uh, For now, <laughs> until he moves to LA. But then I'll still have LeBron. So. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I think he should move to LA. I just think it would be amazing and awesome for him to kind of give Cleveland a second F you because all my friends who have jobs there, it's pretty much because of LeBron. And I keep telling them, stop counting on one grown ass man. Who's not you for your job. <laughs> like, you know, and stop selling concessions at the stadium. It's pretty shitty job, but that's Cleveland for you. There's not a whole lot left there, folks. Uh, what Byron, where are you from? No, it's just, you're so like, you're so proud of, Cleveland until you're, you know what I mean? Like one guy. I'm really, friends. really proud of Cleveland. I'm really not proud of my shitty friends. Oh, oh, your friends suck. <laughs> Got it. How about that? I was really actually referring to you, but that's okay. I'm not from Cleveland. Um. Oh, wait, you got, you have uh, son of havoc, Matt cross. He's from Cleveland, isn't he? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Justin, aren't is you he from Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, I think so, dude. He's from the open road. Is that what? <laughs> well, Matt, well, Matt. Yeah, well, I think it starts in Cleveland. <laughs> His friend, well, the open road very well might start in Cleveland. <laughs> hey, look, that open road was was pretty good to Gargano. He's from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, he did. There's really a few, a few that got out. The Miz, the Miz is from Cleveland. The best act on the TV right now. I love the Miz. Oh, he's Ziggler. Yeah. Ziggler also. Yeah. Well, Ziggler's no Ziggler's Cincinnati. I think he's the other end of Ohio. Mm. No, I we think he's from Cleveland. We don't. He need might to be. Talk. We don't need to. No, I think he's. I he definitely had a thing with the Mills over being Ohio guys. Oh, so I I got a question here from Kevin Cross. Okay. He says, 
Oh, what God. is my gimmick going to be this year, DJ? <laughs> Looking forward to season five. Can I finally come to work? <laughs> no, no, I, he's he's not really writing me questions. I talk, oh. I've talked to Kevin a couple times, and he won't tell me anything. But nope. please, pretty please, tell me that he's at least actually coming this season. Can can we no. confirm that he's going to be there? I'm not confirming anything. You have to ask God. Kevin. He's the toll man, and you have to pay the toll if you want to know those kinds of things. I gotta tell you, Kevin. Man? But he's he might get angry and hurt us. He's, he's so freaking man. awesome. He's scary as shit. Man. <laughs> yeah. He just posts videos of himself yelling at people. <laughs> I, I prefer when he doesn't yell and he's just like quietly and scary. Hoping, yeah, like he's going to really kill you. Yeah, which he probably is thinking of. I still, honestly, I think that Kevin Cross might be the second best wrestling show on TV after Lucha Underground. Just like yeah. his YouTube. <laughs> dude, he, it's amazing. Like Just watching him, I'm like, man, this dude's awesome. He's he just awesome. beat up little Guido. Yeah, the oh, highlights from that match were pretty awesome. Guido Maritano? Yeah. Oh. Where was that? Good? That was House of Hardcore, right? <laughs> you look really concerned. Yeah, last House of Hardcore show. I like Vito. Man. It was a. Uh, oh, oh no! Not, oh, he beat up Guido, not beat. Yeah, not no, little, Guido. little Guido. Little Guido. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, Nunzio. Yeah, full-blooded Italian. Yeah, yeah. God, man, I like that guy. Man, he beat him up. Well, he yeah, and they were uh, pretty much beat They up were real crisp, shall we? Shall we say they were very, very crisp? Little Guido starts laying him in on Cross, and Cross is like, "Oh, we're doing that thing? Great!" God damn. It looked like good times, and they seem to have a whole lot of fun with it. But, you know, Kevin's always worried that he might legit kill somebody one of these days with one of those kicks. So it's valid. It's valid. It's very valid. Yeah, if, yeah, if rather, that, that or that finish. I'm like one of the two. Man. Sino slam. Jeez. <laughs> Tough yeah. dude. Well, it turned, I, it turned little Guido into pizza. Vinny Massaro gave it four stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how many would you give it? <laughs> Two, <laughs> which is technically correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I hope your acquisitions department has acquired uh, Kevin Cross for this year for season four. Um, we've, oh, we've we've acquired. That's for sure. We have acquired. All right. Yeah, you'll see people that we've acquired. There will be new faces in Lucha Underground. That's for sure. <laughs> Who would they be? Uh, not you. Uh, well, you're going to be there anyway, though, so that's good. Yeah. Um, we uh, trying can to think say, of somebody. Can you say anything about any of them, or can you trying, hype anything? Trying to think who I can hype to, guys. Man, <laughs> oh, we got uh, handsome Chris Roach. <laughs> new back, new backstage interviewer. Um, yeah, no, I can't tell you anybody. Sorry. Are but you it's good. Do anything new with the format, like uh, the well, and Mundo match? Yes, the uh, there. Yeah, there might be a little format thing. There might be some. Uh, there might be like some more in ring segments and things like that that will happen, which I think is cool. Well, just acquisitions wise, without saying any, it, specifically who you've acquired uh, or where you've been looking, are we talking like some more luchadors and some indie wrestlers? Is it like comprised of of both kind of things, or what? Yes. You know, where are we pulling from? We're pulling from everywhere, and it's awesome. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Evie Dub, you know, kind of let let it out that he was hoping to get some stardom 
people in there, maybe some yeah. people from Japan, hopefully some more AAA and some more in, you know, some American indie wrestlers. So I'm I'm hoping that we see some of the best of of those worlds showing up. Yeah, we have a nice mix and we have uh, pretty much everybody else coming back, which is going to be fun. Is it is it easy to get a hold of people now too with a little bit looser contractual obligations? Oh, to underground, like easier to like get somebody to come and agree to be on the show. Th- yeah. That really hasn't had anything to do with it. Most of the people that uh, that have talked to us about it have been like, "Dude, I love the show. I want to be on it." Good. Which, <laughs> they're they're right, which is cool. And I, I think that probably did help, but they've never said it to me. They've just been like, "I love the show. I want to be on it." But I'm sure that they've talked to other people around and been like. Hey, it's pretty chill there now, and you can go and have fun and do whatever and be on TV. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think that's well. I'll I'll say realistically, a lot of people that seemed like they were not in the good place for a while seem like they're much happier now. And I don't know what things were worked out with those people, but you feel very good about about the the grumbles that you were having being kind of squashed and settled now. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody was grumbling because because it was. It was a long, long time to wait. <laughs> I was grumbling. I just, I just didn't air it, you know. <laughs> so, but you know, yeah, it was, it was tough. But it's, it's so exciting to be back, just because the, the, the vibe, the environment. You guys know. You even go there. It's, it's, it's cool, man. It's fun, and uh, I think that's, that's what makes the show special, and that's what makes it work. But, um, so outside of the Lucha Underground world, um. Triple A, I okay. know that that, uh, and I don't know a lot of what's going on with Triple A now. Mif has probably been watching it a whole lot more, but it, it seems like every time something gets going that I really like, it kind of goes a different direction. Where, uh, where do you imagine Triple A is going to go between last year's Triple Mania and next year's Triple Mania? Uh, oh, I think it's going to go pretty. There's some good stuff on deck. It's just, they made a big announcement today. What was the announcement? Meef was paying attention. Meef, what was the big announcement? Did it have, did it have to do with Vampiro? Bam! Is my volume working? <laughs> no, it did not have to do with my Vampiro. Volume That's a surprise. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I'm just going to say, that was a great well, question. You, you, you made the joke before I did, anyway. I was, I was trying to set me up for that joke, Byron, but you totally just jumped right in there. Uh, yeah, I love Vampiro, but that was good. <laughs> well, I mean, he does he does have an opinion about who he thinks is the most over guy in AAA. Mm-hmm. Himself. It's a stroke. <laughs> um I do want to send shout outs to anybody who's in the chat room, and it looks like it's uh it looks like it's packed in there. There's yeah, a lot of people in the chat room. It, it, uh, Mr. Krabs. Oh, I love Mr. Krabs. He and loves money. He wants to know how Ray got out of his cage. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> you're gonna, maybe you're going to have to watch the season to find out, even if he gets out. Who knows? Well, I, I mean, and I hope that you guys can address it. I don't know like, uh, if his rights to his name have gone somewhere else. Look, Are you still even allowed to talk about him? We usually leave no stone unturned, so I wouldn't worry about it. I would love yeah. it if you had footage of him in like three hours of footage of him just sitting in his cell and periodically just go back to it. That's the first, the first three episodes are just the first, second, third hour. Just Ray sitting, sitting in his cell. He gets just up, goes ball, to the bathroom. The gets up. I just imagine Ray's picture up on uh captain hotness's wall along with the oh. other missing. What is she doing? When is she going to be back? Just, 
Oh, she's in a different country right now. We gotta fly her back. I think yeah. I'll pay for it. Oh, you will? Please, because we have I'll pay, to- <laughs> I'll pay for the plane ticket. <laughs> you know, we, they said we've had to tone back the money a little bit. So, hey, if you're willing. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll have to seriously consider this one. I, I think that Carmen really should get back over here. <laughs> I, love, I love that she's Captain Hotness. That's, yeah. that's the greatest well, thing the, ever. the very first time she debuted or whatever, we were talking about her on the show, and I could not remember the character's name for the life of me. So I just said Captain Hotness. And then she actually listened to the show. So she was busting my balls about it. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck. So she's just Captain Hotness now. Captain Hotness. Change we salute but Captain. she's a married woman now. She's a married woman. We can't, we should change it to Mrs. Captain Hotness. And a great singer. And a great singer. I didn't even know that. Oh, the record's great. And uh, she directs her own music videos too. And she's got a bunch of videos. Go check out her YouTube page. Carmen Perez Rosnes, I believe, is now what it's under. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it and go back in our, our logs, there's an episode where we interview her and she talks about, she's an artist too. She's a painter. Um, she's and very multi-talented and plays the best damn cop on Lucha Underground better than and, that Van Wagnon guy. And Katrina's mother. Yes. Wow. She's, she's juggling a lot. Oh, she's got a lot going on. All and right, her storyline. Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm supposed to tell you hi from one gentleman named Urban Heretic 187. The man. Wow. The man Urban. I saw I saw the heels over the holidays I cuz I go to Tennessee. I saw pictures. How was that? It was awesome. We hung out. I had Mexican food with Urban and we hung out at J-Man's house. How was the Mexican food in Tennessee or did Urban make the Mexican food? Oh, no, no, no. We went to a restaurant. Was it good? Yeah, it was okay. You said that like you would not eat Urban's cooking. What's wrong with Urban's cooking? He lives in a fucking barn. Does he have Does a he stove? Can, he can cook? I don't know. You've never been to the I barn? Not, I, live not, in a bone. I use the restroom in the barn. I would not eat food <laughs> what, from the restroom. What is the restroom in the barn like? Like a thing of hay or like... <laughs> well, there's, a, there's a like a toilet and towels and a sink, but there's no oven or stove or, or even a microwave. Are there animals in there? There's, Besides there's Urban? <laughs> there's horses, but they were around the barn. Um, it was awesome. It was really cool. It was cool to hang out with them. Um, ah, I love those uh, heels. I'm in Florida, and surprisingly, the Mexican food here isn't that great compared yeah, to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Cuban food, Puerto Rican food. Don't eat Mexican food in Florida, Byron. Um. So yeah, shout out to Urban, shout out to Polly Cross, Mallory. Hopefully a lot of these people will get to see again soon if tapings are ever announced. Who else yeah, is in the I, I, was on, I was on a conference call today and yeah, this might, uh, might, I might blow up my NDA and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, they're coming soon. There will be announced soon. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was almost expecting to see it this Wednesday and who knows. It's one of those things where they have to do it. Right. right. I mean, you got to have an audience, right? <laughs> it's like I always say about the show has to make air eventually. So no matter what happens, somehow it'll make it on the air. So it can't be yes. that bad. Yeah. You know, no matter what yeah. note you get. And and I won't say who, but uh, I'm pretty sure that there are some people that are gainfully employed on some of those weekends that will hopefully be announced soon. So I think uh, I think we're all getting very, very excited as it gets closer. And I just hope the announcement comes soon enough for me to figure out when I'm going to be in town because I'm traveling around for this damn show that i'm doing right now and i don't want to miss this are we going to get tickets or do you think we won't is it going to be really hard like it was last time i don't know how it is i know that there'll be that the process is supposed to become easier so interesting 
So I, I don't know. I, I, I can't say it's easier to get the tickets, but the right. process. <laughs> well, the question is always easier for who? Yeah, <laughs> easier for us. <laughs> I mean, e easier than 500 crazy people in red and black shirts standing outside at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I have a feeling that's still going to happen no matter what. I don't think there's anything you can do about that. Listen, Mil Machetes, stay at home, bro. You can't you can't yeah. show up at 3.30 a.m. anymore, man. You can't do I know your lawn chair is comfortable, but stay home. Stop the eating into the, the temple. Yeah, the other thing is, like, you sit out there in the sun all day. Everybody's drinking. By the time you're done, you drink a full bottle of booze, and then you go off into the temple. And, I mean, man, then you got to sit through all that taping. It's got to be tough, man. There was well, a few hot days out there. I know. No, it's not good for the three. crowd either. I mean, I've seen yeah. on some of those days too where people have been there too early and too long in the heat. The crowd dies at the end of the day. I saw yeah. one guy pass out from heat stroke. <laughs> was that Urban? No. no. I remember that day. I definitely remember that day. Have it right behind me. I, I, I believe I believe the Waffle House staff took care of him though, didn't they? Uh, Very promptly. I don't know. He was white, so I don't know if Waffle House looked at him. Oh, oh, is Waffle House staff the big Jack, the big Jack prison guard guys? <laughs> is that who Waffle House staff is? Is that the inside term? No, I'll tell you this one off the air. We don't want to be being monitored right now. There was some. Maybe <laughs> get, get choked out by my my tomorrow. My Twitter account was definitely being monitored for a while after I showed up to a couple of tapings and. Stood with the wrong group of people. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man, that's so crazy. I'm sure. I'm sure Large and a couple of those guys, uh, Alberto. I think a few of us were having a. Yeah, let's just say there's some diligence going on there to make sure that the people that show up at the temple are on Dario's good side. No one, no one was bothering me. You watch hockey, Byron. No one, no one checking out or surveilling my life. You just saw you say, oh, let that guy in. Let that guy in. Justin, sorry, hold on. I gotta check. Yeah. Out. <laughs> Watching hockey is like having a full FBI clearance, Byron. It's you're fine. It's, it's a great sport. You have like the TSA pass just to get in. The I temple. do. I have no global problem. entry. <laughs> you are literally infecting light. I well. love it. I show up to the airport like 45 minutes before my flight. And I just I wave at everyone in the long uh, security lines as I go through, and then you're, I still have to wait. You don't even have to take your computer out. I, I wear extra layers and hats because I don't have to take them off. Um, Anyways, everyone should have TSA pre-check. Uh, I have awesome. I have pre-check, but they won't give me global entry. <laughs> I don't trust the government enough to do that. Um, what? No, no, I, I. They already know everything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've been trying to get the the TSA and the government and the National Security Administration to actually monitor this program just so we can bump our numbers up, but they won't yeah, do it. Be good. Damn it. <laughs> um, DJ, is there anything you can tell us about season four? God, I don't know. You have to ask. I, like, I, okay, I, we'll I, do this. Do this. You're going on what wrestling guy show next week, and that's yeah. where you're going to give away all the information, right? No, I, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that to fuck to fuck with you guys. That's really the only reason. At least plug the show that you're going to give away all the information on, so everybody yes. watches that one. No, so just to check this out. DJ tweeted something 
He said he was going to kayfabe you guys. He tweeted something about his favorite dead person on the show being Bale. His favorite death was Bale. I think that... That's because you never forget your first, you know? That might be a spoiler. It is not a spoiler at all. Byron is really going with this prequel theory that that season four is actually going to take place before season one. Oh. Huh? Ooh. There will be some. There will be plenty of callbacks to season one. I'll tell you that. So a prequel would be cool because then Dario could be alive because Dario is in critical condition, right? That's what a lot of people want to know. Well, Dario was shot. Dot dot dot. Um, and that's all you're getting, chat room. He's not going to say more than that. You know, I, he's not. I, I, how do I see? I can't see the chat room. Does that only go to you, or am I just stupid? If, no, if, it's in YouTube. If, if you go to the actual YouTube page that it's broadcasting oh, on, that's where oh. there's a chat page. So I actually have two separate windows open: the one that we're in, and this. Uh, and I, like, if you click the link any, in, in a second good, window. Any good questions in there? Uh, is Gargano from Cleveland? Yes, Johnny Gargano is from Cleveland. The open road has several closures. Nothing's good in there. Oh, here's one for you. Will Sexy Star return as the ultimate heel, as recommended to EB Dub by me? <laughs> uh, I, I, I have no idea. She looked to re gimmick her as Maestro. No. What's that, Joe? She, uh, she um liked. I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so she actually liked a Krista Joseph tweet earlier on, which well. sent some people off. Ooh, yeah. she's Sexy my friend. So. <laughs> <Sexy>. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm probably yeah, now, yeah, now I'll probably get hate mail because she's my friend, but she's my she's friend. gonna unbuy you, and, you know. <laughs> But that's why I think it's so. it's. Just, I lost you guys again. Uh-oh. I mean, what about Sammy Guevara? Yo, all right, sorry. Uh, no, that's why I think Sexy is yeah. the ultimate candidate for for heel of 2018. Like, I don't care if it's in Lucha Underground or somewhere else. I just think. You know, at first it was like, ah, forget her, F her. She was terrible. That was a mean, mean thing. And then it was like, wait, a wrestler just did something shoot mean. <laughs> Why is everyone not jumping on using that for storyline and just letting her get receipts wherever she goes and having her be the ultimate heel? I mean, honestly, if, you did, if, somebody, if, somebody, if somebody did book that match, I mean, I would think it would draw. It would and have to Conan's draw. booked her with um, Cross. At least among like you know, super Cross in a group. Right, yeah. Uh, Conan's just booked her to show up with Cross and him. And do, where is that at? That's in. That's not so Arrow. Weird promotion in Monterey. Oh, the Monterey, the Monterey promotion. What's that called? They've yeah. been around forever. Oh, Conan's working in a new promotion. What a surprise! <laughs> 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 You're on fire tonight, man. <laughs> that really is the fourth one this year and everyone's like every time he goes to one everyone's like it's gonna be the new lucha underground it's gonna destroy lucha underground conan's doing the it's like okay but now now what does everyone think of the crash without conan is it still what the crash was the first two weeks that he was there is everyone still that excited i don't think so and i like conan but uh, just calling it like i see it like yeah i just don't like he does come in. He comes in hot. He pops a crowd. He's got some great ideas for a few months. You know, the shows that he runs are actually really good. But then where's he at seven months later for any of them? 
You know, there's got to be for for really to compete with like what DJ and the Lucha Underground guys are doing. It's got to have a certain amount of longevity and it's got to have a certain amount of saturation. You know, just smart marks liking it is not the end game, you know? Yeah, I also think that there's uh, a high level of production on our show that we have that, yeah. that that makes Lucha Underground Lucha Underground. And that's why I don't think anybody can. I mean, I'm sure you could copy it, but probably not. WWE, I think. The, I think the problem as well. I think WWE for a minute tried to even get more, not the Wyatt's or Broken Universe thing, but the in-match cinematography, they tried to get a little bit more cinematic with it for a minute. And I think they- And then they probably they probably forgot the idea and changed their mind. I and also Just usually what happens. Just made it too much to think about for their type of programming too. Yeah. And it's- they're, they're, by the way, their vignettes are horrible. Are horrible. Yeah. Oh, have Listen. you seen their? Ooh, I'm glad. Oh, did, I'm glad. Have you seen their NXT vignettes? It's like no. an overexposed iPhone with no one mic'd up. It's horrible. Yeah. Are you trying to say that that full cell grads don't have what it takes to make good vignettes, Byron? I'm saying they probably couldn't afford <laughs> full cell students to do those videos. That's probably true. <laughs> it's all the same thing. It's like a good person is in the for is in a gym working out and then someone with a bad attitude asks at them. Byron, let Meef get his question in. Meef, talk. Yeah. Right. Velveteen Dream cut a promo on NXT before the takeover and they did it Attitude Era style. So it had like the, sm the smoke in the front and it was like a, a dead background. It was like so it looked like you know the effect. yeah 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 so it it looked it looked proper like the attitude era from the computer games it when they did the talking bits it was hilarious but I thought it was that's really solid good. so I can get behind that yeah it, it looked honestly check, check it was really check, good. Oh, oh, it's amazing I, I really liked it and it's, he's really good now it's great it's just it's mildly weird that he's ripping off Prince and there's only one Prince it's not Prince also. it's the Revolution and I care. He looks like the backing band. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not ripping off Prince. I'm, I think he's ripping off Dez from the Revolution. No, he's uh, ripping off the artist yes, formerly Byron, known as yes. Prince Iakea, like our friend there said. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's also, he's calling if he, himself if he, if he comes out with Charmel, you know. That's what, that's what they're, they're <laughs> Book it now. <laughs> Book it. But he's um, also calling himself I, the Dream, which is a little weird. Yeah. As you can imagine, DJ, pretty much every question in the chat room is like, uh, is Dante Fox coming back? Dante is... Fox is coming back. Boom. Okay, see, boom. Like that. Is Pentagon coming back since he's your current champion? Yeah, he was at the wrestling guy store tonight doing a big thing, big promotion for doing it. Doing a promo. I think there's supposed to be a Pentagon thing coming out soon, so that'll be cool. So look out for that, too. Someone wants to know if, if they can buy um, a replica of the underground uh, championship belt. And I don't know, but I would go. Buy. I don't know. Did, uh, I don't know how that works, but they should. I mean, yeah. come on. Byron has well, asked this question, by the, the way, to every single person involved with Lucha Underground, be it talent. Yeah. I think he asked Marty Elias this on the show. Byron <laughs> apparently really, really wants a gift of the gods belt for himself to wear in bed at night. When he's lonely, I need. I need. To I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's like legal means to do it, but like I would ask the guys from Top Rope Belts, like, just, hey, you know, on the side, like, uh, make yeah. me. Uh, yeah, those guys make the best belts, by the way. Top Rope Belts. Oh my god! They can't sell replicas of the Lucha Belts, but 
you could go on eBay and there's knockoffs, which yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some guy in Europe or something making fuck making fucking uh, yeah Lucha Underground belts. And it's, I, I've been asking them. I'm like, why don't we make these belts? Why don't we let them make them for us? But hey, who knows? Yeah. Uh, Brian's asking the Vinny Massaro question again, but no. but for Brian, I want to no. ask the um, yeah, exactly. Um, are we going to get to see Mel wrestle more? Thunder, uh, Thunder Rosa, Cobra Moon. Is she going to wrestle more this year? Or is she going to valet the whole season? What do you think? I think she's going to wrestle a lot more. I, I do too. I think it's going to be awesome too because <laughs> dude, she's gotten so good and like stepped I, up her game, bro. Man, dude, she's awesome. She's awesome. I always thought like. Even from like the first time I saw her, I was like, she has it, you know, and then just give her a little time and that. she's, she's amazing. The, the, I will tell you this, the reptile tribe is very involved in the season. Well, I'm stoked about it too. And dude, I, I, we shit all over Madison when he first came in and I am really actually genuinely stoked to see where he's going now. And Austin, I apologize for all the crap I've said because I, I genuinely think you're putting in the time and I, we've seen it and I, I can't wait for everybody to see it on Lucha. Cause I mean, the dude's just putting in the time right now to, to come dude. back specifically and knock everyone's socks off in Lucha Underground. Dude, he's working so hard, and then he's putting in time with Johnny alone privately, and then he's going and working all these shows. Dude, like he's took that Luchasaurus shit and ran with it, and I'm I'm so happy for him, man. Yeah, but that's what you want. It's like if if you're coming oh, into Lucha Underground yeah. and you have this awesome opportunity, and then there's any way that you can branch out. Like the fact that he took the Luchasaurus thing, that was genius too. But I mean, that came out of Johnny's backyard. Anyway, which is why we were shouting Luchasaurus at him in the yep. first place. Yep. Um, it was just genius and and putting in the work and effort. He deserves yeah. to be rewarded. What were you going to say, Byron? Oh, I was just going to say uh, he also went and made his own mask, which couldn't have been cheap. He has like a mask and I think an over, <laughs> and an over mask too. Um, yeah, I don't think that was own. cheap. Yeah. yeah. So he could still be as close to as he could legally. Um, that's, I mean, someone in his position, they may not want to make that kind of investment. In their gear, you know. Yeah, I was happy that he committed to it, and like he didn't go back to being Judas or whatever else he was doing. I was like, he committed to that character. He learned it, and I mean, I've heard he's had. I haven't got to see them all. I've seen a few, but I've heard he's had some amazing matches, man. Uh, yeah, the psychology's there, and then he's got some some flip bumps that he's doing now that are pretty ridiculous for a guy that size. You change yeah. window, you're going to be doing flips. One hundred. Yeah. Um, any of you guys got any more questions for DJ? Jim, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering. I think I asked this of VV Dub and he didn't really know either, but uh, will there be any changes to the temple this season? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, the, it comes a point where you've, I feel like we've run out of some things to do, so there'll be some slight, slight differences. So, uh, that give us some more things to do. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, no, we can hear you. Okay, yeah. Um, Byron's just no-selling you, but we can totally hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not thrilling content like Evie Dub drops, but yeah, there will be there'll be some slight changes. I mean, you know, you you it's like we played in the yard long enough and it's you know, there'll be there'll be so some what you're saying is is that there's gonna be a lot more shit for people to fall through. Or jump, or jump off of. Or jump off of. Yeah. <laughs> what about bleachers? Are you gonna have more more sets of bleachers for the rowdy people? No, oh, the bleachers are still there. So, yeah. the rowdy section, the 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 urban Byron section. just wants to know if the capacity is going to be larger so that he can actually still get in. I think it's exactly <laughs> the same. 
Byron, you'll 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 get in eventually somehow. You'll have no problem. Obviously, you'll have no problem getting in because security will just let you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just go right to the front of the line, hockey man. Don't need a pet. Did you, call, you, know? did you call him honky man or hockey man? <laughs> I should have gone with that one, clearly. I mean, that's what hockey man means. Let's just be honest. Pretty much, pretty much. That's offensive. I love hockey too, so <laughs> And that's why he's the boss, everybody. <laughs> Good stuff. Good I'm, trying, stuff. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I can tell you guys that will. I know it's so hard because you don't have your, your NDA right in front of you to figure out what you can and can't say, right? Yeah, yeah. Plus, I've had some rum. So, you know, you know it's, <laughs> it's a tough decision. <laughs> Keep the uh, shoot alive of blacking out on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So, that, was, that was just after Sexy Star won the belt. <laughs> it was so happy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I was. And I was probably more happy because Casey, because Casey was miserable. <laughs> Yes, that's why he's not here. He's, he's still, still mad about it. He DM'd me to say that until you can go back and retcon that moment, he's never going to do the show with you. We'll have Aerostar go back and erase it from history. Is that that's what he's hoping for? He's that's his form of slash fiction. This is what gets Casey hard at night. He writes that Aerostar goes back and fixes this whole thing for him and it erases it from everyone's memory. You have to He's go got back. a slash fiction. He's got a version of Quantum Leap where this happens. He's done an episode of Doctor Who as a spec that this happens in. He's back doing to Back to the Future 4. It's yeah. all going down in Casey's yeah, yeah, yeah. mind. Casey has that Polaroid of sexy with the title, and he's hoping that it, she starts to disappear. <laughs> Constantly he's shaking. At the title. Get it off. <laughs> yeah, sorry, oh, Casey. Oh, that's too good. No, all right, can you tell us... You keep it can you tell us the body count for this season that you've planned? Can you at least just give us a number? How many people die? Oh. He's counting in his head, people. Oh, God. Mm. Die? Not quarter. It can Gosh. be a question. <laughs> Not quarter, no, Meef. <laughs> First episode, Meef. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I only watched the last series. Just waiting. I had to wait till the last scene come back. We'll send you his coffin so you can put it in a case. Send him his used tights. I don't Ooh. know if that's what Meef would do with the coffin, DJ. I'm just being realistic. <laughs> sleep in it. <laughs> probably sleep in, right? I don't really even want to speculate. This is a family show, but I could go to a really dark place. <laughs> A much darker place. Um, much, much I, darker. <laughs> uh, I think the body count's pretty high. There's some good. There's some good kills for sure. There's nice. Is anything cool happening with the tribes this this season? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Definitely some cool stuff with the tribes. And um, are we getting? Are we going to get some more cats? Since yeah, I was going to say one of those tribes needs to be refreshed a little bit at this point. <laughs> they're they're down a puma and a nightclaw, I believe. Where's, where's yeah, but no, I mean nightclaw's not necessarily gone. He just what. He's a he's he a just cat. never came back. Yeah, yeah, he just he's wandering the streets, you know, it's, you know. Yeah, he was an indoor cat, huh? It was Puma Jr. He got lost. He I was mean, he, 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 he was he, he was declawed, and you know, ended up. Would you guys ever consider triple uh, A-ing it and putting somebody else behind the Puma mask now that Trevor's uh, moved on? Uh, I don't know if it would be the exact same thing, but I, I mean, 
I, I would put somebody behind the nightclub mask <laughs> if I had to. But well, I mean, kind of did that with um, with Dragon Azteca. Oh, you put someone in the be. mask, but it wasn't the same person. You know? No, I mean, like Dragon scenario, though. Yeah, that's a yeah. I think that's a more accepted uh, process of passing the torch than just a straight up new person in the mask and an L.A. Park La Parka kind of deal. Can it's you like, oh, it's the same guy. You know, we, we have a guy right now. He's been I think he's on like his fifth week of tattoos. So he's getting there. <laughs> 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 I really wanted I really wanted Leo Rush to come in and be like Puma Jr. But that oh, you know man, I, I I tried to get Leo Rush a while ago, but yeah, he we lost him to ROH at the time, I think. Is he in WWE? Yeah. yeah. He's in WWE. He's in NXT. Well yeah. causing issues for we don't know for how long. <laughs> I don't know. Earn back a little bit of respect in the locker room, it, I think. It, it doesn't matter though. They just sign up everybody, so it doesn't matter. I don't know how much of that I really buy though. You know, they they really use social media a lot to get people to stand out. You really think that they were trying to get him over by getting other wrestlers shoot mad at him in the business? I, I think well, I mean, I'm not saying he's not an idiot, but I'm thinking that on something if, if something's there. I mean look even if that even if that was a work there's still probably a reason for that that happened in the locker room if you know what I'm saying like you don't work somebody like that if there's not some heat behind it yeah but they're they're following up on it everyone's looking at them so they're gonna keep that momentum going that's what you do you make money off of stuff you make oh, yeah. money for people off when of was the last time he was on TV uh he he jobbed out uh um there we go few weeks ago my favorite leo rush story is when i was at a, a tier one wrestling show somewhere deep in brooklyn and um i saw hoke and took a mark picture with him and completely ignored leo who was sitting next to him do you know who hoke is dj is he on your is he on your radar no hoke is the Get man him. he Get gifts him. Everything. Yeah, he could. Uh, I think he works for CW and a few other New York based shows. Yeah, he's not on our show this season. I'll tell you that. <sighs> Sorry. So good. Hey, limited budget. Maybe season five. <laughs> He'll do it for free. Okay, to put gifts. He's a, he's a Twitter guy. You should have him gift for your. Do you have a social media guy? Yeah, we do. He'd, he'd be great for it if you, if you need a social media guy. <laughs> You're trying to get the social media guy fired already, Byron. We haven't even started the season yet. Let's give him a let's give him a half an episode before we get him fired. Didn't you guys didn't, didn't you guys try that last year? <laughs> like, oh, we want we want Yoni back. We want I mean, Yoni. Yoni I mean look, awesome. no offense to anybody else, but Yoni is the shit. Yeah. Yoni is clearly Yoni was, Yoni was the shit all around. He was a great Dude. Oh, I, hate, I hated him so much, but he was really good at his job. <laughs> well, he's a pain in, I imagine he's a pain in the ass because he knows what he's doing and he can back it up, right? <laughs> well, no. He, he always asked a lot of... Like, it was like the kind of person who just asks too many questions. You know? Overly excited all the time. So, yeah, and, and you know what was good, though? I, I will say about Yoni, is that over time he learned... He didn't know really anything about wrestling, and he learned, and he he became to fall in love with Lucha Underground, and I thought that was the best part about him. I don't know. I think, and I think you could tell that, too, because yeah. his interest, it was a little more pedestrian, but I honestly think that that helped translate it to all of us 
Yeah. In, in I, a way I, that you didn't miss the good parts because I you saw a newbie getting excited. I also thought it was cool because he didn't, he'd never seen it before. So he thought outside the box about how we should present it. And, and like, I mean, like the, I still love the like the uh, the Street Fighter game version thing that they put out. Like, man, that was so cool. I wish they made that game, but they didn't. <laughs> no, we, need, we, do, we can't even get into the things that need to be made for Lucha Underground. But that's that was one of the th- reasons why I was a little sad to hear that there was a shorter season because I feel like if we can get that longer run going, that that's what would spurn everybody. It's like everybody. Keep saying, okay, if we can keep going and we can keep going, we'll do all this, this, and this. But then it's always a little bit tentative. Um, I've heard, or Evie Dub has said that the deals are in place to keep this thing going season after season yeah. very easily as long as everyone stays happy. So hopefully that means that some of these things can finally happen. What, I, Byron? We know you want a fucking I, replica. I, I just no, want to I, I just want a Drago and Aerostar two pack. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> a Drago and Aerostar two pack. What do you think of the? Uh, if you're a kid, if you're a kid and you saw that, yeah. like, I'd be like, I'm like sold. "Oh, fuck this NXT I toy or whatever! I want this." Yeah, Damn. especially if the mask lit up as well. You could have his mask light up like he does in AAA. How fucking cool would that toy be? The Iron Man clothing. What about um how uh this video game uh Fire Pro Wrestling has uh made a deal with New Japan and I think they're uh, wanting to make more uh, deals with other companies. Well, fire pro people try to make a deal. I don't get yeah, that. But doesn't MGM have their own interactive department that would probably want to do I that themselves? I don't know. I don't even know how that works. You know more stuff about that than I do. <laughs> yeah, I'll make some calls at MGM for you, Byron, and see and see if we can't get the toy line happening. And uh, <laughs> I, I just want the stuff. Actually, I want. do you know what I want to hook up with um, hot Byron toy, hot toys. What's that, Meef? Say it again. Sideshow collectibles. Now that would be even if you want just like busts, miniature busts. Yeah, those hot toys are like three hundred dollars each. Yeah. What? I mean, even if they made these things, Roach gave me this. This is Scrooge McDuck. Like, even if we made these guys. Yeah. Some Funko pops. I got. I mean, hell, the the Bucks got got one now. I. uh, You know, like a Funko Drago. Come on. I did the Phantasma. Yeah, I bet sure you, you would. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't I mean There'll this stuff Dorian. falls under Lucha Libre FMV, right? This is all Dorian's. Yeah, yeah. yeah those guys. I'm sure they put they got things going, but man, I would love that. You could get a bootleg. I can uh, hook you up with someone. All right. Well, Dorian's oh, really? English is good oh, enough now. Dorian needs Dorian needs to come on the show so we can get him excited about pleasing us fans. Oh yeah, Dorian. I know he well, thinks if he comes on one of these shows, he's going to get assassinated and just fucked with, but I want to get him excited about what we're yeah. excited about. So he sees our vision. I don't want to fuck with him. I want to get him excited. I, I think he's pretty excited anyway, but uh, maybe I can get him when he, if he comes here and I don't know if he's going to get to stay though. If he does, maybe I can be like, come on, man, it's Thursday. Let's do this. Yeah. That would be on. awesome. That's yeah, bring him on. Well, I almost had, I almost had Skip coming on. I almost had Skip come on, but then that was when the season went into like we don't know if it's getting picked up or not. And then I think the the bosses at El Rey were kind of like, let's not go on until we're excited about this thing, you know. So we were. I mean, like Skip was a day away from coming on, and that was right when everything went kind of up in the air, like back in May of last year or whenever 
we thought we were all hoping to hear about a pickup and then it was kind of like yeah let's talk about this for a little bit longer yeah i i also do like maybe one thing i can say which i probably can't i'll get in trouble for i think we're going to look for a way for you guys to maybe see some content maybe that you don't always get to see that only the people in the tv audience get to uh, get to see i think we're going to look try to expand that a little bit which i think would be good i mean that's cool like it's just expanding the the distribution through some other means and online stuff. I always thought, you know, and if you go to the Lucha Underground website, there was always kind of room for that expansion even on the website that yeah. was never fully utilized. So I always kind of figured yeah. once things smoothed out that that kind of stuff would hopefully be coming. Did Byron, did they ever use, um, did they ever use that online stuff that they filmed with us, Byron? I know the online guys filmed some stuff with us. Probably. In fact, I think Yoni did it. Oh, and oh, by the way, there's like so much footage, like behind the scenes footage that that we have that I I would love for them to do something with one day. It's mostly me yelling a lot <laughs> and like losing my mind. But yeah, there's lots of good uh, man. They they recorded some really good stuff that that I would love. Who knows where it is? It's somewhere hidden away. But man, well, I've been begging Evie Dub to to see if MGM will let me and Byron make uh, the untold story of Lucha Underground documentary and get yeah. some of that footage and come and do interviews but the caveat would be that we would have to be able to make the story the real story and not like the show <laughs> not the show version not the version that that I know. on the show right now <laughs> right i mean no honestly because that's and like i don't even care if it doesn't get put out for 10 years but how cool would it be to see that story with some of the inside stuff about the investors and how things came about and some of the ups and downs and how hard it was to get going and then the excitement and then the hiatus and just like all all the fun stuff and some of the backstage drama it's even funny. some of that probably wouldn't be able to make the documentary though but <laughs> it's yeah. funny I, I always joke i'm like one day like when it's uh when it, it when the wwe when it's on the wwe network they won't ask me for my interview at all <laughs> i will just be erased from anything <laughs> Uh, I think it would be funny and then we you know we could have the MVP moment and that would be fun and you know <laughs> no, but I, honest to God, the, the behind the scenes story would be pretty amazing because, like, if you just knew some of the, even even some of the things that we uh, that we had planned that we didn't do. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, yeah, you know, and that's we've, the alternative universe that could have existed. Yeah, a lot of these things. And I mean, like we've heard about a lot of them after the fact, too, or, or little rumblings of things or gotten the real story even a year later. And it's like, wow, that story, even a year later with none of the people around that it was were involved in it is is good. You know, and just yeah. even kind of Dorian's story of the of trying to get the thing off the ground, like some of that stuff is is tense. <laughs> it's good drama. I mean, it's good documentary yeah. stuff. And I know the footage out there exists to back it up. And then some of just uh, uh, 10 interviews with Vampiro and we could put the whole thing together. <laughs> <laughs> Make the whole show Vampiro. Oh, <laughs> uh, we could. I, uh, well, Vamp, you know, Vamp is another one that was supposed to be on this show. He DMs me, yeah. asked to come on the show and then no sells me for like, Four weeks after that, uh, about course. when he's actually going to have time to do it. I, I don't know that he could figure out Google Hangouts to do it anyway. But, man, whenever you're ready, man, we'd love to have you on the show. I mean, yeah. Byron will only bust your balls a lot. He had all these great almond milk recipes um, he wanted to tell us. No, about. I, I, I think if, I think if he wanted Vamp on, you'd have to like I'd have to help him, and we could go on at the same time. Because yeah, he needs to be like talk through something like that, almost like I did 
today when I came <laughs> out with you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I figure if we could get Marty Elias on, it took me and Byron and Marty's daughter to get Marty set up. Then he did our show. And then like a week later, he was like, this is great. I'm, I'm going to get on my own podcast. <laughs> he yeah, caught the bug like immediately. Yeah, you should get him on. You know, have you guys had like Melissa or anybody like that on? I'm trying to think. Um, no, we haven't. What about Stryker? We've, We've had, had Stryker on. Oh, you did? In oh, fact, yeah, that was fun. Casey and Stryker have a standing challenge for the wrestler yeah, name game line needs, championship. That needs to be recorded too, by the way. That needs to happen. Well, we have to convince Casey to actually come to the temple this year because he's all boo-hoo. I have all this schoolwork to do. And it's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come. Yeah. Who wants to go to school? Man. I know, right? I don't know. Casey, Casey, Casey bitches out like that. Casey, is he like uh, a lawyer and a doctor at this point? <laughs> Barely a substitute teacher. <laughs> He's a good teacher. He's working on some kind of degree. I mean, he's trying to get his life together so he doesn't have to deal with me or Byron ever again. Apparently <laughs> he's, he's given up on you guys for the horror comics podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, our schedules like just don't work out with his at all. But Byron and I are usually, you know, having a, a life on the weekend. And like, that's what Casey wants to podcast. <laughs> We're like, let's get this shit over during the week when like yeah. life sucks anyway. And he's like, let's do it on the weekend when there's free time. And we're like, no, let's go play hockey. If you're Byron. I play hockey. He really does. Byron actually does play hockey, and he's pretty good from what I hear. Um, on the, on my porch by the pool. Byron looks like he steals women. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me with the win again? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, what time is it? Isn't it time to wake up in England yet? Now it's four thirty. Meath is this guy sitting has taken the week off of work to polish his Querno Phantasma collection, so he's okay on sleep today. Oh, you're on vacation, Meath? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm signed off sick because I'm, I'm that, doing a sinus infection. Do they know that you're doing a podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> Be very, very quiet. <laughs> Not for sharing this on Facebook. Yeah, I should be writing a show right now. Well, go write a show because we want to see the show. We don't want you to yap up with us about stuff you can't tell us about anyway and then not actually write the stuff you can't tell us about. Yeah, no, damn. Keep the open while you do your work. It's Wait, now, so do you have Roach writing with you? Because is he all tied up with Celebrity Apprentice and, and that? Are you kidding me? Of course I have Roach writing with me, by the way. I wouldn't do it any other way. And Oh, Celebrity Big Brother. I said Celebrity Apprentice. Sorry. I, he, oh. Dude, I, I'm going to tell you. He's, a he's not a man. He's a machine. Oh. Roach, Roach is in knee deep in Celebrity uh, Big Brother. He is an executive producer of a huge show like that. But he is in love. I think his first love is Lucha Underground. Besides his wife and his kid, it's Lucha Underground. So you're basically getting calls from him at like one in the morning, where he's like, "All right, I'm ready to do this thing now." Plus, plus, I get to see him sometimes. So it's like we're like walk past each other and be like, "Hey, man, what do you think of that Pentagon idea?" You know, or like, "Yeah, it's a, it's it's crazy, man. It's it's really fun." And uh, we found like at any moment we have off, we talk about Lucha all the time. And then as soon as Lucha's day. done taping, right, uh, Truth or Dare comes out, right? Oh, yeah, dude. He's got – dude, Roach has got, like, the best 
like three months happening right now. Right. Like, so yeah, he's got Lucha Underground, Celebrity Big Brother, then his movie, his feature, if you guys don't know about it, Truth or Dare. That's yeah. April 13th, I believe. Eight, Friday, Friday, April 13th. April 13th, dude. Awesome. And, and then Evie Dubs got Lucha coming back, and I know he's working on a few other projects, plus the contender got announced, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, 2018 should be a good year because 2017 was kind of rough. Yeah, you guys are all sitting yeah. around like, man, we're still <laughs> holding on to this, and they're not sending checks. This is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It hurt. Plus, I gave up work for it because I thought it was going to come back, which yeah. dumb. Yeah. won't do that again. Yeah, well, uh, anyone, anyone <laughs> in the locker room was feeling that. Like, look, there's your boss right there, and the same shit happened to him. So don't don't hate yeah. too bad. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. But have, uh, you, been, have you been doing uh, American Grit? Was that the? I did American Grit for a little bit, but it was like really weird because I like gave notes, but then like they the shows needed to get to time, but they wanted me to add stuff to it <laughs> only for oh, it to only for it to probably eventually get taken out i think they like i part partially i always thought that they they brought me in because and i wrote some stuff for john to say and things like that but i think that was probably why you know okay right just because you have the the, I know, the compatibility I know. in that world yeah 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 so you know yeah i've got network notes to go read myself yeah oh, i feel so bad oh man it's the worst that's the best oh and you guys were asking about being happy about el rey that's one good i love el rey for that I mean, they're good. They're really good. Their notes make sense. They're good. They're simple, you know? Well, and that's, that's what you want. But, but it, it, when they understand your product and understand what you're doing and there's that symbiosis there, I mean, and I guess that's why I'm glad that it stuck around. Though there are, there's some other options of where the show could have gone that I still think could have worked out. And, and no, I'm not talking about Netflix. I think there were some other options for the show that would have been a good relationship that would have given you guys the ability to make a show that you still loved. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard out there for a pimp. It is. It I is. Know. It is. Um, well, anyway, thank you very much. Yes, please come on with Dorian and or Vampiro one of these times. If you can, I will. I will bring Vamp on for sure. If you can, or or Ar Fox. If you can get one of these technically hey, not no, inclined. He's on, he's on podcast. Oh, he's on. oh wait, wait, wait. By the way, yeah, is that real? The Twitter AR Fox's Twitter. I followed it. <laughs> I don't even. I know follow, we about. all followed it, but <laughs> I, I know I know his Facebook is legit, but he barely touches that. Um, and that's, I mean, it's pretty awesome. If you don't, if you can, if you, even if you called AR Fox on a live show, it still might not work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the only, he's the he's the only person harder to get in touch with than Jack Evans. Yeah, I heard. Stuff about his <laughs> or bank account. Oh, or oh, and Paul numbers. London, which I oh, yeah. Well, Jack Evans needs to stop dropping like his burner phone out of no. the Volkswagen. That's that's what. <laughs> there's, there's a reason why shit doesn't work. Oh, let's uh, be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul London. Oh, so I, I, Paul London. I tried to call him, but the season to like talk to him, and I called, and some dude from like somewhere else answered the phone then i finally got in touch with paul through saltador <laughs> uh, no not saltador no 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 sorry through malo suerte oh yeah that makes a little more sense <laughs> yeah who who then gave me his new number and then i called paul and paul had told me that he lost his phone in oakland but but uh you know i, I was like i love this man I, he is the greatest person and and he's like man we haven't been to breakfast in a long time paul london and i like to go to breakfast together which he loves <laughs> gluten-free pancakes if you guys ever want to bring him anything 
Gluten-free pancakes. BB's in Burbank. I ran into Paul London. I love BB's. Yeah. Was he eating gluten-free pancakes? He absolutely was. Yeah, 100%. That's his thing, man. Yeah, BB's is awesome. Whenever I'm back in town, that's my... Paul London will be back. Yes, they will be. The Rabbit Tribe will be back. Um, yes, I don't believe any CMLL guys are going to be showing up uh, in Lucha Underground for the chat room. I don't think it, that's not going to happen ever, is it, DJ? <laughs> I think that's one of the places we can cross off the list, right? I think, I think they'd have to like jump ship first, and then they could come to Lucha. Right? Yeah, like some of those talents if they left, but I don't think uh, there's going to be any talent exchange between Dorian and CMLL anytime soon, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> that no, wouldn't no, exactly no. make a lot of sense. I know sense you guys. Are, yeah, I know you guys are trying to get me off of this, and you know, quite frankly, I have nothing else to say. I told you I was going to. Debut. I hope I did a good job. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I mean, we, to, sorry to the people who actually sat through this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Casey, guys, we we sorry. were not digging for uh, info from DJ, and he knew that before we came on. This was not meant to be some big reveal show, guys. This was just. Uh, we know DJ's excited. I know he's been writing, and I I just wanted to bring that incitement and enthusiasm to the show because we're all excited. Um, and we're all hoping for the announcement soon. We're all excited to see what the new stuff is at the temple. And we just wanted to make sure that DJ was, in fact, working on something for our benefit. And it looks like he is. So working very hard on it. And we have been for a while. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Well, color, color me satisfied with the answers. I know, you know, I'm, I'm not the digging journalistic reporter, guys. And when I do get information, I, I distribute it fairly and evenly in the way that it should be distributed with appropriate credit. God damn it. Uh, for all of you Internet journalists out there who can't seem to do that right. Um, though I will say this, Ryan Satin has done right by me every time, whether you guys like him or not. I, I'm a fan of Ryan Satin's. Um, but this wasn't supposed, this wasn't a fact finding mission. And I'm glad you came by just to shoot the shit with us and have some fun talking about what we're all excited about. And hopefully we'll see you all really, really soon at the temple, including Byron and me Flof, get on a plane. What were you going to say, Byron? Huh? You were going to say something and I cut Jesus you off. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm also completely fine uh, with you not saying anything, by the no, way. Uh, no, it's not that constructive. It's just someone is uh, harassing me about if we're going to see LA Park in Boots Underground. Also, the real LA Park. If we're going there is a beautiful LA Park right by the temple. Shoot a vignette there, and you will have seen an LA Park. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Conan might have played chess in that same park, or uh, you know, Ray Mysterio might have run with the fans. Yeah, that's great. But Conan will be in another park by the end of the week. Yes. Uh, well, well, hope, you, hope, hope you get better, by the way, and uh, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. I, I would imagine. So, I would imagine that too. Ooh. So, thank you very much for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> um and um yeah we'll get at you soon this this is not the last time we're gonna do this and hopefully we will be able to drag some of our other our friends and family and the lucha fam and the lucha click and some other people into this whole nonsense yeah, yeah and well, vanilla, ice. vanilla ice yeah let's do that no bring that's well. not the end of the show part all right dj thanks for bring vanilla ice bring vanilla ice and and bring oh, casey yeah. at least one tell him to stop dodging me <laughs> yeah he's got to stop yeah you do <laughs> You hear me now. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Oh, that That's great. fun stuff. Um, good times from DJ. And yes, again, I, I apologize to all of uh, you people out there that were expecting some inside yeah. information. It's not like he, come on, man. 
he would be crazy to to drop uh, all the hints about all the fun stuff. But there's some little Easter eggs in there. I think if you go back and listen, there's a few uh, tidbits of some things in there, and you guys got to read between the lines. I think some of those lines are pretty clearly drawn to, <laughs> of of what to expect moving forward. Um, the exciting stuff, like you said, is the fact that it's it's happening real soon. Maybe, supposedly. Maybe. <laughs> said a few weeks. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it will be misquoted in dirt sheets tomorrow that, you know, Lucha Underground is happening on such and such a date as reported on not this show because they'll never give us credit. <laughs> I just want to say unrelated to the conversation confirmed. I just want to say that word. <laughs> just, the word confirmed you, has appeared in the podcast, which means whatever happened <laughs> is confirmed. Um, well, so there's a couple other things that, that I was hoping to talk with you guys about. What did you guys think of the Rhonda thing? I thought Ugh. she had a horrible presence and it was really funny. But on the other hand, uh, she's the biggest mainstream star that is in the company now. It's worrisome though, right? Like her presence, her persona was not jiving there, was it? I think the problem was is that she was maybe just marking out herself internally and it probably didn't register well on camera because she probably has been wanting to do that for a while. She's all, she is legitimately working, filming somewhere else and flew in that day. Uh, you know how that can get. She's Columbia, wasn't it? She was in Columbia. She just like, yeah, she just pointed at the sign as awkwardly as possible. But it doesn't matter because they got the shot that'll be on ESPN. But she's got a legit contract too. She's not doing a part-timer thing, right? Isn't that the, the rumor that's going around now? There's ESPN released uh, a statement saying that she signed as full-time, which means we're going to see her more than Brock. Nah. Yeah. Which might not be a good thing because Brock's got Paul Heyman to talk for him. Ronda yeah. needs Ronda needs uh, some type of valet. You know what? We, and we were talking about this the other day. Paige, now that she's out and kind of injured and, and could be more serious than I know WWE is even letting on. Yeah. Um, but Paige, I think, would almost be a good mouthpiece for Ronda. Somebody has to do that job. I don't see Ronda doing it. I can't see a 15 minute start of Raw promo with Ronda. I mean, there's definitely the that. Thing is, Paige is really needs someone a little further removed from from who she is. Uh, like Heyman is, you know, like very definitely not going to, you know, try and Bischoff. Bischoff, maybe. Uh, Bischoff could be interesting. But the thing is, she. She's the biggest star they have. And so here's something I was reading on the internet. Um, and whoever wrote this doesn't need the plug because. Oh, quoted correctly. But, uh, Look, but basically. I mean, do you, re but do, before you even say that, do you really think she's WWE's biggest star? I mean, I think that that star could burn out real fast if this is done wrong. I mean, maybe, but well, right now she's their biggest star out, you know, just mainstream. And they're, they're trying to, they're long range planning to their next TV deal. What were you saying, Meef? Yeah, but they'll turn. They'll turn on her. They'll turn on her like a, you know, you know, straight away. And the thing is, yeah, but I don't think it's going to be good. Good. I don't think it's going to be like no, heel no. heat turn. I think it's going to be like X Pac heat. X Pac. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like when she first came in, the first thing everybody jumps to the conclusion is basically the fact that she goes to ask her. So like I said straight away in my head, I'm going, oh my god, we're going to have the Randy Orton situation. She's going to fight Asuka at WrestleMania rather than Asuka fight one of the champions and she's going to be the person to take Asuka's 
because they've been building that up. So then yeah, they, they think in their minds that she's going to take, when they beat Asuka, it's going to give Ronda Rousey the you know, confirmation you know, the, in the company. But the thing is, is she, she when like Jim was saying, um, she was marking out, if you watch the video of her backstage, there's an interview afterwards, or like on the ramp, she is literally like giggling like a schoolgirl about being there. Yeah. And I just, I just, I just think if, if I think if they put her into a TV program in the next couple of weeks, three months down the line, X Pack. I don't know. I, I think, I think um, she is a world champion, world caliber um, athlete. She's a joke, though. Now. What? People see her as a joke. Uh, I mean, she got knocked she out a few times as a fighter. She twice, is, but yeah. I, you know, I, I do. I don't even know if that makes her a joke, but she, she mm-hmm. didn't follow it up publicly. She didn't do yeah. like what Daniel Cormier did after John Jones knocked him out the last time, which was yeah. turn into a human. Instead, she kind of tucked her tail and ran in shame. Yeah. And that hurt her value a little bit, but it also helps in the fact that, well, people are interested to see where she goes from here. People do want to see her bounce back. They want to see her be successful in WWE. The problem is to be successful in WWE, she's got to cut a fucking promo. Yeah. And she was pretty convincing early on in strike force. Um, I remember this one interview she was doing with um, one of the, the, the female backstage commentators and where she looked like she was going to bite this woman's head off. That wasn't her opponent. And it was like, I said at that point in time, that's, the meanest, baddest athlete on the planet. I didn't even say woman. I just said athlete. Like she looked vicious. Like I would never want to meet Ronda Rousey in a dark alley kind of shit. If she can get some of that juice back, if she can find that swag, even if it's a fucking act, that's the Ronda Rousey that I think would be over in WWE as a face or a heel. Yeah. She's got to be that mean killer. She's got to look like a killer. And I think think that they have, uh, I'm sorry, go for it. Uh, I was just going to say that oh, yeah. it's funny say, how no, when no, you Jim, saw... Jim, shut up, Meef. <laughs> I was just going to say that uh, it's funny how when you see Ronda when, in the MMA world, she cuts a really good wrestling promo. But the question is, can she cut a really good wrestling promo in the wrestling world? <laughs> yeah. This is gone. This is... No. Just... Did you have something to say? I don't know what I was going to say is but go ahead. They, they've already um, they've already messed her up um, by the way they brought her in. No, so oh, they, you're talking about the even if they, woman <clears throat> confrontation, right? Well, the, well, the thing is, is what they should have done possibly is have her maybe not enter the rumble, but come in and just fucking obliterate people and then fuck off. Yeah, because then at least it's like, oh shit, legit badass. But like instead, she came out grinning from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. And I know it's Roddy Roddy Piper's fucking jacket, but it looked stupid. It did. She looked like she's been on a date with a pedophile and he gave her a fucking jacket. I think the problem was that no matter what they did with her, it wouldn't have worked. It's a double-edged sword. If you had her like in the rumble looking, you know, unstoppable and beat up everyone, that'd be great. But then you kind of ruin Asuka's run in the rumble and you can't have her lose the rumble in her first appearance, you'd have to have her win, which a ton of people would be complaining about. So you have her show up after the rumble ends. You have Oscar win who rightfully deserved to 
She wasn't involved at all. She shows up and people are still complaining. So it's a double-edged sword. But they still, what they, the way she they went about it was, is they, they went about it in a way where they get, you, you look for the video packages afterwards. They got to have a clean yeah. Oscar video package of her winning. They got to have a clean Rhonda video package of her walking up and pointing to the sign. And, you know, they did the Several best times. thing they could. Well, they only show it once. It's like when they re-edit the Sting and Hogan match. You know, they yeah. just they show it the way. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I didn't have a problem with what they did, except for maybe weren't not Roddy even the Rowdy Roddy Piper jacket. You didn't That's have any problem, problem with it. That's the only problem I had. I, I, I was just I, I, I was just saying that. It was a nice. It was a nice thought, but yeah. well, look, she's always been Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Um, that was her, that was her fighting name. And I think that I Vince heard that and he was just like, oh, well, let's just have her do rowdy Ronda Rousey here, except actually give her Piper's gimmick. Well, his son gave her the jacket and she has a route. She has the rowdy graphics. I think that's cool, but they probably should have said it's cool to have the jacket, but don't do it. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, it's funny because I, I think that that moment of, of, passing that moniker onto her should have happened after she was a character. I think it's a bit presumptuous for a newbie to come in with such an iconic gimmick like that. But I mean, look, it's the same as, you know, El Hio del whatever, you know, in Mexico being no one of relation to the family and being the next iteration of a character. I mean, it's passing on a gimmick that is tried and true in the company and it is the company's gimmick. It will, you know, and Roddy blessed her with it too. So uh, it it was irksome though. I don't know why. It just was kind of irksome of like, ah, oh, really? She looked like a child. I think the irksome part was not just the fact that she pointed to the sign, but how like focused she was at pointing at the sign. It's like because that's the only it. direction they gave her. They're like, Rhonda, this will be easy. Just go out there and point at the sign. Just get in the ring after Oscar does the thing and just point. Asuka's only going to say two words. You're going to say no words. And all the girls in the ring that can actually talk are going to be dumbfounded. (laughs) I think the best way they could have done it is if she was just staring at Asuka with this badass mean look, doesn't even look at the sign, but points to it. Yeah, that would have worked wonders. I mean, she should have got right up in her face. I mean, it should have been a little chest bumping or something just like right up in her mean mugging her and then pointed right past her to the WrestleMania sign. Yeah, but check this out. Guess who who most likely was giving her the direction and guess who is the one that's working the program with her? And that's someone who doesn't want heat between her and anyone else. We'll see. Uh, and Rhonda looks like a baby because she basically is. She's like 30 years old. She's yeah. she's still really young. That was a problem when they did the horsewoman feud. They taped it and scrapped it immediately. <clears throat> Wrestling and MMA horsewoman where uh, she showed up to a taping or, or the um, women's tournament, May Young tournament, and she you couldn't take her seriously. Like Shayna was the one that stood out in the group as the one who could translate that. Yeah, but they still did the little crowd part of the, the gimmick. Yeah. But and that they, worked. Yeah, but Rhonda came off looking awful, I think. I don't know. I liked that little gimmick. I thought that that worked. I got hyped. And and she was still coming off as a fan of WWE, like yeah. just being like, oh, these wrestling bitches think they got me. Like that was, I thought that that worked because it was kind of silly and it wasn't kayfabe totally. And it was just kind of like, oh, I'm a fan. We have this gimmick over here because we like wrestling and they have this gimmick over here because they're actually the kids of the wrestlers and whatever. Ha ha. I thought that that worked, but now that she's got to be a character, go ahead, me. Bailey should be nowhere near anything 
that says like four horsemen, four horsewomen or something. Because Bailey is just, just interrupting to talk shit about Bailey for <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's fucking dreadful, and then she just bin her. She burn her corpse and leave it in the desert. Wow, that's harsh. She's she's almost as bad as a Sasha Banks suicide dive. Ooh, no, nobody's that bad. No, no, she needs to stop. Eugene's not that bad. Eugene could pull off moves better than Sasha Banks can. Wow. I like Sasha. Sasha she shouldn't terrible. She shouldn't do that dive. She hasn't got the talent. No, she I'll tell you this about she Sasha. I loved Sasha two years ago, and I don't know what WWE did to her, but I don't care to see her wrestle anymore. Well, they, they, they really they killed her that bad for me. They flip flopped her a bunch. They gave her short title reigns that they where you couldn't. You, she never won a defense, and then even with and honestly, and honestly, look in the matches with her and Charlotte. Charlotte got better, and Charlotte kept putting it in, and Charlotte got over on her work. And Sasha yeah. didn't. Well, also as a character, Charlotte is different now than she was when she started. Like she's she's added, she's a little different, and she's gotten better. Whereas Sasha did that in NXT, and she's kind of been the same note. Yeah, she seems like she's phoning it in she's now. Worse. Yeah, she's she's worse now than she ever was. Like, I like, I like, like when they did this whole women's revolution. I like Sasha, but it just there isn't really that much of a reason to get excited about her when she's on TV anymore. Look, it's it says something to me when the best female wrestler in that whole Royal Rumble was Molly Holly. What the yeah. fuck does that tell you about what's going on there right now? Bring oh, back Molly to wrestle with these girls and Molly show them what's up. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, she's been out of the ring. She hasn't been doing this shit at all. But you know what? She was like, oh, I'm going to the Royal Rumble. You know what she probably did? She went in the gym, got her shit together, and upstaged all those girls. Yeah. Like, look, ladies, this is what it means. When you get an opportunity, you take it, and you don't fuck it up. That's how things go in Vince's world. Stop fucking up, girls. They keep giving you the opportunities. Do this. Work Who hard. Do it right. And get over. Who would have thought that she would have been the one making a mark from Team Madness? In 2018. <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, we all thought it was going to be Gorgeous George, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, who who didn't think that? <laughs> but I mean, I was actually I was surprised with I was I was pleasantly surprised by a lot of the the ladies that were former divas and stars that came in. Um, I even thought Tori. Tori Wilson even put in a good showing. Come on, she she couldn't wrestle for Jack when she was in the first time. Yeah. You know? I loved how Sasha was taking all the cool finishes, though. She took uh, the insane elbow. She took the molly go round. <coughs> um, and so here's the question. Do you ever imagine that a women's rumble will headline the Royal Rumble again? That, that, that's the magic of Ronda Rousey, though. I mean, I've, I've read that's the only factor. Yeah, that's why it got put there. But that's also like uh, I, I was reading. That's also she is why her numbers in UFC are why the, the women's revolution really started. Because they saw women can sell and then they start investing in that. And I think that goes back to the other point of um is she going to be a success or not? Like she is, she delivers. 
you know, she, I'll tell you so what so is going to really get the women's division over. And, and just like Vince McMahon fought women's MMA and was, you know, just, or, or uh, Dana White fought women's MMA. He fought it for so long because he just thought it was a sideshow attraction. Yeah. That unless you had some pretty girl like Gina Carano that could throw a punch, and even when it was in strike force, he poo-pooed it. He was like, good, look, they're doing it. But what is that? That's going to be two matches a year. It's not a division. It's not a real league. They'll never be real champions with real you know, contenders coming up beneath them. You know, Dana White said all that shit. And then he saw Ronda Rousey, and it finally changed his mind. And maybe she can do that whole thing again in another sport. But the problem is, to me, the thing that's going to change it in wrestling is wrestling is about wish fulfillment. Stone Cold is everyone's hero because Stone Cold says the shit you always wish you could say to your boss. What is the thing that women would love more than anything right now? To kick the Harvey Weinsteins of the world's asses. That's what they want. And until WWE starts doing intergender wrestling they're not going to get that big moment because mm -hmm. we've seen women wrestle we've seen women have championship belts in the ufc it's not just about girls can do it too in their own league it's girls can do it too period yep. girls can be at the top of the game period and until wwe realizes that and steps away from the sexist mentality about it and thinks that they have to be off in their own little corner they are just going to keep them as a sideshow like what women's fighting was in strike force back in the day where it's just an attraction where it needs a name to pop the mid card but you all of a sudden have ronda rousey versus finn balor who the fuck's not watching that yeah and and they i guarantee they could probably go and i also think it's better for a lot of the women you look at a lot of the women on the indies that are getting better and and really making names for themselves who are they wrestling yeah man joey ryan Joey Ryan, exactly. <laughs> Joey Ryan is great at it. Yeah. He knows how to sell right for them. He knows how to get the work rate up out of them, and it helps them. And it, it's, you know, and if you think about women's MMA, go to those training gyms and look at who those women are training with. They have two other female training partners each, and then everyone else they're going with all day long are men. They're rolling with dudes. They're taking classes from dudes. You've got this women's division and they're all just wrestling each other all day long. And the simple fact of the matter is the business was sexist for so long that the only way to learn how to be at the top of the game is to learn from the people that kept you out of being at the top of the game. So you have to go and wrestle the men if you want to be at the top of the game. They need to learn all their tricks. They need to learn how the, the guys that are at the top of the game sell, how they don't sell, how they do rest spots. They need to learn all these things, but they can't teach them to each other because they never knew them in the first place. They have to get that information from the other guys, just like every other wrestler that came before them. And I swear, the girls that are out on the indies and people in sabotage and the people, you know, and the girls that are wrestling Joey Ryan and whatnot and wrestle circus and everywhere else that do the intergender matches, there's nothing wrong with them. There's maybe a few silly spots that lead to sexist jokes here and there or whatever, but it's more respectful to let them have a shot to do it for real than to keep these, you know, or the mixed tag thing where all when the girls tag out, the guys yeah. switch like fucking malarkey it's bullshit yeah. sorry i went well, off on a rant <laughs> well it's also like one of the more interesting one of the more interesting um 
angles and stories that's been told on the shows in the past six months or year was uh, James Ellsworth with the women of SmackDown. And every single woman on SmackDown went over him and also got to establish their indiv individual characters in the process. And he got to have a match with Becky, which, yeah. which is crazy, but it was a good match. You know, and they they made sure that he, he didn't like what he didn't throw a punch or or something. You know, still like it, it was okay, but that was compelling, and the, everyone raised their game. He's a legit vet as was, well. What's that? I said he's a legit me? veteran. He's yeah. a legit veteran. So you know, like being in the ring. I know he's silly and everything like that, but like he's someone <coughs> who can, you know, stepping stones. Uh -oh, I think I lost you there, Reef. I was, I was just saying, like he's like stepping stone. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you—that's what gatekeepers are for. That's what you know those solid workers are for. That's what you do with Dean Malenko's. <laughs> you have Dean Malenko's to get everyone else super good. Becky Lynch pinned someone who's beaten the world champion AJ Styles twice. Yeah. I mean, and there's been moments in WWE where they've done it. They've made their exceptions. They've had their Chinas and their their Beth Phoenixes and whatever. And Beth Phoenix. Lita had some moments where they let her work with the with the fellas. Lita went old school and almost broke her neck again. Oh, oh my god, that was god. so bad. Oh my god. And here's the problem with Lita. Like, unlike Molly Holly, who's probably sitting around doing nothing and gets the phone call and she's like, oh shit, I better get ready. Lita's doing stuff all the time for WWE and probably didn't have a whole lot of time to work out her bits and was just like, oh, I was in the ring messing around a few weeks ago. I can do this. She's not doing Raw 25. Girl, that was some scary junk. Please, please, please do not ever do that without a little more height again in your life. She went Hayabusa on it without even slipping. The next one of those is a death trap. <laughs> the next one of those is instant broken neck, and I don't want to see that. I have no desire to see that. You just reminded me of another thing about that Royal Rumble um, was how bad Becky Lynch's suplexes are. So she was kind of, I think, doing like a T-bone suplexes. But what she did was she she rolled onto her back and then rolled the person over her body. So she basically she was already nearly on the floor, and then she'd roll them just over her body rather than actually. Yeah, they call that the two-inch suplex. <laughs> it's just like oh. there's no travel distance. Backwards. They almost pinned her and rolled over. It was like, oh my god, she's she she's terrible. She That's super duper her. sad. Um, okay, Ricochet. While we're on the topic <laughs> of of WWE, old Trev, Trevi, Trev, Trev, Trev. I think we can officially. Trev. Say uh Trevor's gone. He's not coming back to Lucha Underground. And uh how's he gonna fare in WWE? Yeah, I think uh, he was super excited to get front row tickets. <laughs> his his ego looks really well managed. He you just, know, while he's doing his eyebrows and checking himself out. It's, it's uh, just funny because you have War Machine who's awesome, and then you have EC3 there who is awesome, and they were in character looking like someone you should pay attention to. And then you see Ricochet, and he's like, I left my son in a parking lot. I'm so stoked. I can't wait to meet whatever. <laughs> like, someone's kid in the front row going nuts. 
I had no comment on this, by the way. I just really wanted to hear Byron's thoughts because I know I know Byron got irked by the whole thing. Like, what the hell? He just looked like the biggest Mark well, in the building. Not like Mark is a bad thing, but he didn't look like he was one of the stars. He looked like he was one of the people who was stoked to watch a show. Like a okay, celebrity. Let's... He looked celebrity, like just being sat on the ringside. Well, I mean, so what do you do? You bring Ricochet in tomorrow, let's say. What do you do with him? Do you have him like feud with Adam Cole? What do you do? You do you have him burn through some jobbers? Do you no, give him I, a new gimmick? If I have Ricochet, I'll sit on him for three months, coming up with a gimmick that matches the type of performer. He's a world class performer. He's a really big deal. Don't bring him in unless it's a really big deal. And also he he's going to need some sort of character mm-hmm. and some sort of angle to go in. Or well, how do you gimmick him? How do you gimmick him? Uh, You've well, heard I him on the mic. You've I seen him in the ring. I think you could do it. Pumbo you know what his best matches were, and that's yeah. not the WWE style. So how do you gimmick him for WWE? Well, what what's happening now, and I... I mean, I, I don't know. I I think this is the wrong way to do it. I think less is more with him, but I think he's super excited and he's making friends. But I love the um, Street Profits a lot. Uh, Montez Ford is going to be a huge star. He'll be a star on any stage you put him on. But he's mixing it up with Ricochet on the social media and WWE or NXT is like reporting on it. And that's the last thing I would want to do with Ricochet is associate with him with anyone who is not at the very, very top. Like he should go into the, he should only be mixing it up with the main event guys. And then. (coughs) But they're never going to let that happen. That's just not the way the E works. I mean, you have to earn it backstage in the locker room. It doesn't matter what's going on out front. You have to put in your time in that locker room before they will ever let that happen. Uh, but uh, so how do you do that with him without I mean, ruining NXT it? main event guys yeah i know but even like that like i said who are you going to bring him in against alistair let him let him, oh, let him, in a, let him in a, put him in a pwg gang with roddy strong and with adam cole and alistair black and all those guys let him let him uh do something with team <coughs> dream where he can help that guy work and then well, they should put him together as a tag because Dream can talk. Yeah. And then, I mean, Ricochet will definitely develop a character and and a way to talk. With well, and Ricochet's guy. got pencil-thin facial hair, so he can do a Prince gimmick, too. <laughs> Just Stick him in the, uh, the like I can five talk. championship. Let him, lo- let him lose out in the final, and then he can drop back to NXT, and he's at least got some screen time without having to have a gimmick. He seems to... Because in, in, in a tournament situation, he doesn't need a gimmick. But in the actual NXT introduction, he needs a gimmick. Oh, do another cruiserweight tournament and have him be in a t- final four. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're, they're doing another cruiserweight tournament. They yeah, should, because yeah. they need to restart that that division, and maybe That's, that's where doing. it is. That's what, that's, that's what they're could, doing at the minute. Could you but, imagine if? Oh my god, that division has ricochets already maybe they're not athletically as gifted as him but they have a bunch of guys who have these cool move sets who can't sell a story for shit and then every guy that gets in that division that can sell a story uh gets fired (laughs) well could you imagine but hey look ray's there now could you yeah he's two two ray and ricochet can go pretty good 
Could you imagine if Neville showed up to the main roster with the King Neville, uh, whatever? Uh, King of the Cruiserweights? Yeah, if he showed up with that presence instead of being Flippy Neville, and then he turns into that. I, I mean, I can imagine a lot of things. I just don't know if I can imagine them actually coming up with something that works here. And and look, as much as shit as I give him, I, I like Trevor. I I... I mean, I'm amazed by him as a performer. I give him shit because I wish that he was a little bit better on the stick, but I was never not entertained by him. Um, and I want other people to be entertained by him, which is why I'm worried about it. I just feel like I, I just can't see it. I'm still I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around seeing how they can make him a viable product that doesn't just ruin him. You know, I don't want to see him five years from now back at PWG as a shell of himself. I want to see him now in his prime actually get a real run at this thing and see where it can go. And I just don't know in their current system if I see that happening. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> um, Black Panther. I got we got to talk about Black Panther because one of the four of us here has actually seen this film. And I keep no, hearing that it's good. fucking phenomenal. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> uh, for those listening on the audio version, Jimmy is a pimp, and that's he all you need to know. He put a hat on, a dope ass Black Panther hat. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty damn awesome movie. I'll just say that. I hope everyone sees it on February 16th. Uh, we're expecting a big opening, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I the- heard. Uh, I heard advanced ticket sales are out of this world aren't they some of the best ever for a marvel movie it actually was the best of any marvel movie it beat avengers and it beat civil war uh so yeah it is the and it's got black people in it yeah believe it or not (laughs) that's amazing black people don't open movies isn't that the rumor unless they're named denzel they can't that hollywood won't let black folks open movies well we're changing the game Uh, even blade and Blade Two. What no, Blade, Blade, 2? Blade Trinity was the one that opened good, but it took two previous ones to be sleeper hits before the third one actually did Bafo box office the opening weekend. Yeah, I mean, and that was only because of the car, the car giveaway that they sponsored through like Burger King or whatever. I totally forgot about that. Everybody loved that Charger, and they got so much advertising out of that freaking car promo for that third one. Plus, plus Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. White girls love Ryan Reynolds. That's a sexy dude. I remember he did, uh, I think, the movie Waiting. Yeah, he was in it. Yes. And he got jacked up for the first time for Blade. So there's one gratuitous shot in Waiting where he is like all like lit perfectly with without a shirt on for no reason. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of women got a hold of Ryan Reynolds from uh, the new Amityville Horror too. He's got like some shirtless moment or something in that. And I've heard many many women say, "I hate that movie, but it's so good." I'm like, "You guys are nasty. Don't ever say anything to me about watching a Jessica Biel movie. Come on." <laughs> I loved him from the show Two Guys a Girl in the Pizza Place. I remember yes, that show. He was about seventy five pounds lighter on that show, though. He was good, and I like the first Van Wilder. I thought he was almost the second coming of Fletch, almost. Uh, but anyway, we, I digress. The whole point is, black folks don't open movies. How is Black Panther outpacing the presale from all the other Marvel movies? That's awesome. That is uh, like that is that warms my soul. Yeah, I mean, it's a, 
it's an awesome cast and great director. So, uh, and the, the producer is an awesome guy. So I just, this is going to be great and I'm really excited for it. Uh, the, the carpet was crazy uh, with everyone there. I mean, Snoop was there, uh, the, the entire cast, David Hasselhoff for some reason. Hey, look, if, if the Hoff wants yes. to come, you got to just let him walk. the. He probably didn't even have a ticket. He just showed up and started walking down and they were like, I guess we're letting Hasselhoff in. Who's standing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I can't say enough good things about this movie. I mean, I'm not maybe for me because I'm biased. It seems like hyperbole, but I think people will be satisfied when they see it themselves. I don't know. I've been excited about this one for a long time. Like I. I, w- I was pleasantly surprised by Thor Ragnarok because it wasn't something that had me up or down. It was just like, yeah, it's Thor. I'm going to go see it. You know, yeah. I've been, a- I like the other ones, so I'm going to go see it. This one was different. Something about it was just like, and it, and it wasn't how the character was portrayed in the last movie or anything. I mean, that was good. That was solid. But it was like, oh, it's Black Panther. They did a good job with it. That part wasn't what got me hyped. It was that very first trailer. Something about that first trailer was fucking magical. And it was like, man, if that really translates into the feature, if it's not just bullshit how good this trailer is, this movie is something on another level. Like, this is actually going to up the game. And once again, DC fans can suck it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I feel so bad for DC and DC fans. For that first trailer, I actually feel like a lot of it had to do with the fact that we used Run the Jewels. Uh, yeah, for me, absolutely. That was that yeah. was a huge part of it for me. I mean, I've been listening to those Run the Jewels records nonstop. Every time I get off an airplane and I'm walking through an airport, I listen to Run the Jewels. So, white folks, beware. If I'm in an airport, <laughs> just know what's in my head and like I'm being programmed right then. So just walk, walk, <laughs> walk gently. Be careful. I'm listening to some vile shit in my head. <laughs> but yeah, using that Run the Jewels was like. Yeah, that got a lot of people hyped just from the get-go so yeah definitely a great music selection there is that track even in the actual movie or was that just for the trailer that was actually just for the trailer uh kendrick the album kendrick is dropping for this album is pretty damn good too all right got a chance right. to listen to it and uh yeah his music is all over the movie and most people aren't even going to remember that run the jewels was in the trailer at this point you know, unless they've watched the trailer like 70 times. Like hey, some people have. It got, pre- it got a lot of views. Uh, I'm stoked. Are you going to go see it, Byron? Or are you I'm over comic book movies? Sure. Meatloaf, do they have movies in England? Yes. I just don't like Marvel movies. Really? Well, well. No, no. <laughs> I, they, Sorry guys, I gotta get going. No, it was it was more Hey, we didn't destroy X Men. That was Fox. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know. I know. And that's coming Shoes. home to roost now. So, in a good way, mm-hmm. right? That's that's part of the whole Fox merger. Disney actually gets X Men back, right? Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's been stated in interviews that uh, you know. It's not part of the plan right now, but it'll work its way in, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, even if it's not in the MCU and it's just, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I didn't think the last one was was that bad. I thought it was okay. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I heard you, Byron. We heard you whining and pissing and moaning. There's only a couple other things I need to talk about. First of all, Evie Dub got another show greenlit. The Contender's coming back. for those who don't know, Contender was a boxing uh, reality show similar to Ultimate Fighter a little bit. 
um, that was an NBC property back in the day. And uh, Sylvester Stallone and a lot of other big names were involved with it initially. Uh, and it's coming back on Epics, which, if you don't know, is uh, <laughs> basically a cable station slash uh, online distribution property that is owned now by MGM. So not a huge surprise that it's coming back there. I think it's a good fit, though, um, you know, for to move them kind of into the Showtime HBO boxing sports world. Um, I know you guys have Skybox or whatever over there in, in Jolly Old England, but um, I'm, I'm stoked for EBW. I think the show is cool, and I think that that's going to be a good home for it where it doesn't get fucked with by a network where they can actually do it the right way. Um, you guys got any input on the, the contender? I know Byron has left us. No. But. <laughs> I actually, I remember the show, but I don't remember watching it. I'm super stoked that it's coming back. And um, I can't wait to see what Sylvester Stallone's face looks like now. Sylvester Stallone's not going to be involved in this one, I don't think. Oh. He's not going to fight Canelo <laughs> over a Miller Lite? I mean, I would just think... Takate. 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 I just think budget wise, uh, the best thing for the show would be to keep all the big names away from it and let these guys just fight. Let the personalities of these new fighters shine through. And, and if anything, you know, I know why they had to do that back then, but it may have even overshadowed some of the talent. And I think these days everybody knows uh, reality stars can happen on their own. You don't need other stars to make reality stars anymore. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, fight wise. Floyd Mayweather actually stepped, literally stepped foot into an octagon and videotaped it and set off a, another war of words between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Um, do you think that they'll ever actually fight an MMA fight? I don't think it'll happen. No way. No way. I think they will. I think they'll make a ton of money, uh, but I can't take their trash talking seriously anymore. They're just selling a show. Well, but I mean, if they're actually selling a show and that's the show that they will actually do some form of MMA in a cage, they really could just make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. Like even if they went in there and played patty cake with each other, even if the whole thing was a work at this point, it'd be like a $300 million work for each of them. So why not do it? Yeah. They have to be seriously. Considering- do you guys remember that scene in, uh, in, uh, What's Sasha Baron Cohen's one movie? I can't remember. It's not Borat, but the other one, Bruno. Dictator. Bruno, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did anyone remember the scene? The house. The, yeah, the MMA dead. scene in that? That's what I, I kind of figured they could make money from. Bruno. God, I'm trying to, I don't, I have to go back and watch that movie again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Byron looks like he was in Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Best. I, I, <laughs> I find it interesting and we'll see what happens. I'm also super stoked uh, about this uh, Stipe Miocic, my homeboy from Cleveland and the official baddest man on the planet. Now that he has broken the record for most title defenses at heavyweight, which is a total of three, (laughs) which is amazing in the entire history of UFC. Can you believe that no heavyweight has gotten past defending the belt twice? Wow. Everyone thinks that Cain Velasquez did, but Cain Velasquez had the belt for a long time and was injured. So he was the reigning champ for a long, like over a year and a half, two years or something, but he only defended it twice and then lost it or was out or had it stripped or whatever. So Stipe at three wins is the longest reigning heavyweight champion. Um, but hey, looks gives Cleveland something else to uh, claim pride in. And um, 
now he's fighting Daniel Cormier, who used to be a heavyweight in Strike Force and won the Strike Force Grand Prix once upon a time, then went down to lightweight so he wouldn't have to fight his best friend, Cain Velasquez, when he was the champion. Got in this huge feud with John Jones, who he can never beat. And now he's going to go up to heavyweight, and it's going to be a champion versus a champion at heavyweight for the title of baddest man in the world. And I hate to say it because I love Stipe. I believe that Daniel Cormier has more than a fighting chance to win that. Um, he's done it before. I mean, he's fought Josh Barnett and some of these other bigger dudes and uh, looked real damn good fighting it at heavyweight. So you guys might not care, but I'm excited about that fight. And it's coming up at UFC 226. Um, I'll probably still put my money on Stipe, though. Old Cleveland Steve. Um, Lucha Underground is coming back in for taping soon. Um, and because they haven't announced it or told us how we can get yes. tickets, I have no idea if I'm going to be able to be, be there or not. Are you guys worried? I'm worried a bit. I'm writing my email right now. Oh, I've had mine in the drafts of my email for literally a year. So <laughs> I'm ready. Wow. I guess I need to draft an email. Byron, send me a copy of yours so I know what to say in mine. Or just give me one of your plus ones. I, I put down dollar signs and I write, give me tickets. I do have other people that want to come, though, too. So then that's the other problem is like probably everybody does now. Everybody has those three buddies that are like wanting to get in now and jump on the bandwagon four seasons in, which we might need because a lot of people have fallen off the bandwagon, which I kind of was going to ask DJ about and see what he how he feels about that. But he'd probably just be like, ah, fuck him. I ain't got time for that shit anyway. But, you know, a lot of even our friends are not as hyped on Lucha as they used to be. Do you think that's going to change the dynamic at the live tapings? Oh, for sure. But that also brings in a new crowd so we can see what happens. Yeah, like I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping to see some old faces there and I'm hoping to to meet some new ones, too. Like I've always I, I was always really happy with the fact that the Lucha click and the, and the OGs, the, the people who were there from day one never hated on me when I started showing up in the middle of season one, you know, and I always felt the love and I, I hope that people don't get too snobby with the new people that show up and remember that family vibe that we had those first couple years and how we were all in it together and kind of welcome in those new people. But, you know, if those new people show up at the expense of some of the OGs getting in, I think it might be just some hate. <laughs> it might get ugly. I can see that happening. I'll see some of your LA. Yeah, me. <clears throat> some of your LA ticket. PWG tickets, isn't it? Oh, I've kind of given up at this point for PWG tickets. It's They sell out within three minutes. I mean, the whole issue with the New Japan tickets that Byron and I had to go through was already... We're going. We're going. Justin, did you get tickets to New Japan? No, I did, forgot to even try. So I guess I'll either stubhub it or I'll take yours and beat you up and then leave you in an alley and me and Jim will go hang out. You could buy tickets from one of our friends. I'm way too white in this podcast to say his name. He's very super. <laughs> what, Deontay? You can't say Deontay? No, not. Huh? <laughs> what uh, name can you not I, say? He's very super. And super also, you, you could buy tickets from him for at least $400. So I have to spend $400 to go to New Japan per ticket. Wow. Are they good seats? Probably maybe. 
We well, I'm going to save my money in case Lucha Underground tickets cost money this year. That's a very good point. Because that's what they should do. Just charge money, assign seats, and be done with it. Yeah. And then they can I put that money into replica belts and merchandise. Yeah. See, you would pay now, wouldn't you? Yeah. You got all that stuff you wanted, you'd pay. You're a dummy. What? Yeah, I'm with you, Chuck B. My heart says Stipe, too, but... DC is a beast, man. I mean, if you look at my Twitter page, the the banner on my Twitter page is Stipe getting that belt the first time. So I got mad love, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm deathly afraid of that fight. So Casey had something to say about it, but he didn't show up tonight. So I guess we don't get to hear it. All right, guys. Byron's tired. He's getting sleepy and grumpy. We've said all we can say. Thanks to DJ for stopping by and hey, just cool. chopping it up with us. Thanks to Meefloaf, who sick as a dog on the other side of the world came by to hang out with us. Jim, who rushed home from work, saw the best movie of the year before all of us, you son of a bitch. Thank you for stopping by. And um, I guess that's all I have to say. Fuck the other guys. Stay calm and stay in the mix. 